Hello everyone and welcome to episode 105 of Lost in Translation One. I'm May. And I'm Jay. And this week we watched The Man in the Moon is You. Or This is the Digital World, Escape from the Moon. The Moon. Exclamation point. And The Bully <laughs> Pulpit. Or The Chosen Ones, The Children Who Manipulate Digital Egg. Which, by the way, where was the digital egg? My one says the chosen children who control Andromon. Then why did the Digimon Wiki lie to me like this? So I have written it down. The exact thing was the boys who control An- Andromon. Okay. That was the translation of mine. Now, often I understand, it's like, okay, you went one way or the other on translation. Digital egg and Andromon are really different. I think Digimon Wiki might be wrong. Okay. Okay. So I, I guess I, I guess I love. It's probably good that you didn't get that title because, like, you would have known about the children. This I guess. would have been more confusing, but more interesting as okay. a synopsis point. All right, and on to Digi News. And for this week, we got a little bit of Digi News, and it's to do with the evolving spirits. And it's not not just going to be just adventure like we previously saw. So we have a Diaboramon that evolves from Keramon. And an Alphamon who evolves from Dorimon, and this is shown next to some art from X Evolution. So it's X Evolution Dorimon. You know what series really, really needed like support and merch? X Evolution. We're gonna be watching that soon. Definitely not Tamers or anything anyone ever wanted to see. Yeah, a lot of people want more Tamers stuff. Definitely not V Tamer. The only thing I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Even slightly. And then we got some exciting Digimon Adventure Try news. And Chapter 5 has a release date of September 30th. And we got a PV, which we watched. And we're not going to cover it in a special PV episode. because They was, yell at each other. Yeah, it was 30 seconds long. And I guess we can briefly say what happens. Unless you don't want to hear. And then skip it, like, I don't know, no, 30 it's just seconds. Not bother. It's not interesting. But yeah, but basically there's some yelling from Taichi and Yamato. And that's kind of just what... And also... Mako is asking somebody, so you don't want to be partners anymore. And then Yamato's like, "How can you just sacrifice a partner?" So I'm not, I'm not sure what's uh, what's going to happen. You know, like the quality of these PVs has dropped sharply. I don't know. The first PV we ever got was literally just we saw their faces. But to be fair, that's what you wanted. Yeah, good point. Whereas, like, then you move into like waving goodbye to Padamon, and he's like, "Oh, what's happening?" That is intriguing. This is a kids yell at Cloud. <laughs> Did you destined yell at Cloud? Yeah. <laughs> and we also got some Atmon related news, which is exciting. So we're getting some Atmon character songs, which Jay doesn't care about because he Not doesn't care about digital all. music. Um, and there's the Atmon Academy manga, and it's getting a volume release, like the Atmon normal manga. And it's I, <coughs> I, I just read this like five seconds before we started recording, and it was on Twitter, and it said in Japanese, the 2nd of June. So I'm assuming I'm right, because that's very, very easy. <coughs> so, on to Lost News Lightly Mon. This is... I'm only putting under Lost News Lightly Mon because it doesn't explicitly fit under DigiNews, but Serial Experiments Lane is now available to stream on Crunchyroll, so you can now watch along with the show when we do our Lane episodes. Are you really mad that you were made to buy that DVD, like, a month before it came out? That was two months, two or three months ago. Yeah, but still, we're we're less than a sixth of the way through the series. To answer your question, I'm a little bit mad. Um, (laughs) Slightly. (laughs) So, another bit of Lost in News Lightning Mon is that we got a mixer, and we're actually using this for this episode, so I will cry if the quality isn't noticeably different. And we're both using individual microphones, so we're now actually sitting a meter away, and I have headphones in to listen to both of us, and Jay keeps on laughing into the microphone purposely because he knows it hurts my ears. We're like, 
50% of the way to being almost a bit of a legit studio, yeah. which is a long way from sitting on like little Skype gremlins with my, you know, gaming head, headset. my gaming headset and you were speaking into the Apple headphones microphone. Yeah. Disgusting. So at the moment, they're little knobs for volume. We're recording at a seven at the moment because I think five was too soft and six was just kind of like... This is getting too technical. Okay, okay. I have a problem with getting too technical because I like getting technical. Anyway. Technical, technical. You so, want to get technical. This is what I'm going to do over you every time you do this now. I know. Okay, I won't be technical then. Every time. But also what I'm noticing so far as uh, so far we've been recording is that Jay's talking over me a lot. <laughs> technical, technical. Yeah. And so we're, we're starting to do it now. We did a bit of a test and we didn't do a testing episode. We just did some basic testing just to make sure I knew how to handle it. And I'm pretty confident. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not confident at all, but that's just me. And so hopefully... You are hearing this, and I hopefully that it doesn't die or break or something, because I probably will cry. Also, we were like, did like an hour of banter, and Jay has a hat which is made out of a glove. I am a glove rooster. Bacock. <laughs> don't don't say that into the microphone. Bacock. So yeah, I I have monitoring headphones in, so I'm hearing my voice and Jay, and I can hear everything. I can hear like. I can probably hear God's thoughts. Um, I can hear the music. I can hear no music, which is probably a good thing. But yeah, we uh, we we spent a good time just just talking, just to test things. Um, so hopefully this is going to go as well as hopefully. Um, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I so, believe you. And on to Noctis synopsis. The first episode they're watching this week is called "The Man in the Moon Is You," which. Honestly, quite frankly, sounds like a 2005-era meme, and I don't know why. <laughs> or, this is the digital world? Escape from the moon! Exclamation point. What will happen in this episode? I don't know, because we don't know. I mean, the last thing that happened was they all got hit with the, like, the wyvern breath thing. Yep. And they all just disappeared. So, by implication, they somehow end up on the moon, but I can't really work out how that would be, because... Even Dinosmon didn't know where they had gone. Yep. So it's not like his attack puts people on the moon. It just so happens that they end up on the moon. Also, what moon? The does, moon. Does the digital world have a moon? It has three. What? We literally saw in the Bergamon episode. Yeah, I don't, I don't look. And he's all like, oh, well, yeah. the, hamburg- the hamburger moon's a line. Yeah, I, I choose to forget. I drink to forget. Me too. Um. So, yeah, they are on the moon and then they get... Off it somehow. Wow. It's also a filler episode. Do you think anything annoy you in this episode? If they don't adequately explain, and they probably won't, how they got there. Do you think it'll be a good episode? No. Why do you ask me this question? Just autofill it already. It used to be, like, in Tamers. Like, yeah, like, but yeah. this isn't Tamers. Yeah, like, you used to go, oh, this this sounds like a good episode, or no, this does not sound like a good episode. And then sometimes it was a good episode, and it was great. So what rating would you give it? Uh... Four. Wow, you used to say five for every episode. Now it's four for every episode. Yep. Where, did, where did we go wrong? Where did, because we started watching Frontier. Good man. point. Well, we'll save us soon. Filler or not filler? It's, it, it sounds... I mean, it only sounds fillery in the sense that, like, if they are on the moon now and they get off at the end. But, I mean, there is some degree of progress because they've just... Let's call it filler anyway and we'll see what happens. The second episode they're watching this week is called The Bully Pulpit or The Chosen Ones, The Children Who Manipulate Digital Egg. What will happen this episode? Dude, I don't know. That's mysterious. 
It is very mysterious. That's totally mysterious. I, d- I didn't even remove anything. This is exactly the episode title. So I've got nothing for you. I've got literally no information for you. We're going N A N A N A N A N A on all on all counts. Except it will be bad and it will not be filler. All right. So I won't bother asking you those questions. Please then. don't ask me questions. Yeah. So it. So you said it will be filler or will it won't be filler. It will not be. It will not be filler. So we've got one filler and one not filler. Yeah. Okay. Well, we do know that the filler episode is usually the best, though. I guess, but also it's Frontier, so... Yeah. I'm pretty sure we gave a seven to a filler episode once. I don't even care. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I care. A little bit. Anything else you want to predict about these episodes, or you just don't want to do Frontier ever again? I predict that I will be unhappy, and as always... 100% 100% you, right. You say that every week and it's sad. And I'm always right. Like, maybe, maybe we're too harsh on Frontier. No, we're not. You know we're not because the people who love Frontier are like, oh, yeah. There's been a few people who say what, that we're unnecessarily harsh on Frontier. I'm like, well... well I've never seen anyone say that. No, we've, we've had a few people. People have been saying, oh, I really... Oh, this is... this. Not only is this bad, it gets worse. That's... Because I know we had an anonymous like a couple of weeks ago who said you guys were unnecessarily harsh on these episodes. Yeah, but if they wanted, if they were legit about their opinion, they wouldn't have been anonymous. Well, we do have one in Postmon Pat who says that we're we're too harsh. But Excellent, we'll, uh... and I'm looking forward to seeing what points they have to say in defense of Frontier. If it is just we're too harsh, then who knows? Well, it will be in Postmon Pat for this episode too. Unless Find I, out in I forget. two hours. Oh god, can we not have another three hour long recording like we did last week? Let's talk about Persona for three hours. Yeah. I'll be happy and you'll be happy and then we can go home. Well, that is a Patreon milestone where you get to talk about things you like. No, but we're watching a show I like, which is Gurren Lagann. Yes, and then we talk about it. I'm so excited to watch a good show. I've been meaning to rewatch it and if I can watch it with you, that'd be great. Yeah, okay, well, on to the show then. I love that we always talk about stuff that isn't Digimon now. Increasingly, we just talk about other stuff. Yeah, well, onto the show? If we have to. Onto the show. Well, put it this way. The more we watch Frontier, the sooner it'll be over. Do we just watch, like, the, the have, like, a, an episode where we just do the last ten episodes and then we never have to touch it again? Can we just skip them and just miss it? And just say, oh, yeah, Frontier happened. Uh, well, I, I, we can't do that. Oh, no, they so. cancelled Frontier after episode 40. I don't know what happens then. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, okay. Shrug. Onto the show. The first episode starts up. And I realised something, and this is in both versions, is that Trubimon is still in the intro and it just seems really weird that he is. They're not going to change it. They don't have a budget for that. They don't have new spoilers to show you yet. I know, but it's so weird that they change the outro and usually if they change the outro, they also update the intro to include the new baddies. I mean, they didn't in Adventure. Adventure always had Devimon in the Japanese version and the English version actually fixed that. But in both versions, they're still using the bad guy from the, st- the start of the season. And I know that Trubimon was the bad guy for a big chunk, but there's not even, like, slight change to have Lucimon. And I can't remember if they actually do that, though. I'm sure they'll get around to it in the Japanese one. Hmm. So, the episode starts and Koichi's woken up by Patamon. And what I really like about the original version is that Koichi's character song is playing in the background as this happened, and it's pretty cool. I mean, I really like his character song. I just have it down as weirdly jazzy opening, but I guess that accounts for it. Yeah, it is. uh, His song's called With Broken Wings, and it's pretty great. It's so bones. So everyone looks pretty dead. After falling down the stairs, more like With Broken Skull, right? Wow, okay. (gasps) And Koichi's obviously mostly worried about Koji. And he so he runs over to him, and Bokemon says, "Don't worry, they're still be- they're still breathing." So Ko- Koichi's pretty relieved. But in the dub, there seems to be less tension, and Bokemon just says, "Oh, you guys can talk when he's awake." Like there's no like slight possibility that 
he could be dead. And Koichi has that worry in the original, and then Pokemon says, oh, don't worry, they're still breathing, they're still alive. They're just not conscious. That's fine, bro. I know, I found that kind of a weird change. Like, I know it's because you don't want to address death in a children's show, but, like, I don't know, it just relieves a lot of the tension, and I just, I feel like it's actually good tension because... things shouldn't always go well. And I mean, I know they're going to be alive at the end of the day anyway because they're the heroes, and that's just how TV shows work. So in the dub, Namon then, uh, after Kochi and Bokemon wonder where they are, Namon says, we're in the bottom of a hole. They're just at the bottom of a big hole. So you go, okay, did, um... Because Dinosmon was standing at the edge of a big hole after he did his big attack last episode. Did he smash them into the ground? It's an idea. So... Koichi tries to get out of the hole, and he tries to climb up the side of this thing, and he pulls some rocks free, and he falls down. Yeah, but before that, he he comments on how the air's quite thin. I mean, during that. In the dub, he just says, the air's thin, there's no oxygen. Yeah, there's no oxygen, May. There's none. They're all dead. Because there's quite a bit of a difference between the air being thin and there being no oxygen. That's a huge difference. One, One, you can breathe in. Yeah, you, you can, like... It's not comfortable to breathe when the air's thin. I've, I've been to places where the air is very thin, but you just have to breathe harder. But saying no oxygen <laughs> is harder, like... Breathe harder, nerd. There is no possibility to breathe because there, there's no oxygen. You're, you're dead. You, can't you can not breathe. You can breathe. You just wouldn't do yeah, anything for yeah, you. Yeah, you can breathe, but you're not going to last much longer. So he falls and... Uh, he sort of works out that gravity's low. Because he bounces. Because he bounces and he's he's on the moon, we found out. Mm. Basically, he, he can hop up all the way, like, in a couple jumps from the bottom of the hole to the top. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Walking towards Koji, he would have noticed that walking felt weird. Yeah. Okay, so important any motion, would, you would feel that. And certainly, like, just, you would feel weightless when you did it. When he was climbing, wouldn't he have been like, this is weird? Yeah, it, it should feel different. I mean, I've never been in zero gravity. It's I've not zero always, G, it's low G. Yeah, sorry, low G. I've only ever been, you know, on this earth that, I, that I'm aware of. And yeah, you would. I, I feel like you would be able to notice, oh, I'm climbing and I'm just kind of like, it's my body weight feels different when I'm climbing, like it feels easier or I, I know that's just to, again, add tension to, oh my God, he's going to fall and then, oh no, he's bouncing. And I've seen a lot of... It's not just Digimon. I've seen so many cartoons and TV shows where, like, they find out they're in space because they fall. And it is it, it must be, like, some kind of, like, trope that just is done where your character is in space. And how they figure out they're in space? They either see the Earth from above, from, like, where they are, and they say, oh, that's the Earth in the sky. Look, space. Or they fall or trip and bounce. And that's just done. So it's not... It's, like, you can't blame Digimon too much because so many different TV shows I'm have done this. Yeah, you can blame Digimon. I'm gonna. Like, I, I think it's stupid, but I have noticed in a lot of TV shows that that's how you find out they're in space. Um, they fall off a cliff and all of a sudden they're able to bounce because it's to show this sort of tension of, oh my gosh, they're falling and then they're not falling and then you, re- you learn something. And it's I think it's a bit more impactful than just seeing the earth and the sky. So... Koichi gets to the top of the hole and there's a bunch of Starmon in a buggy and they pick him up and they're like, get in, we're going shopping. Yeah. Also, I, for a moment there, I thought, is this going to be a Koichi-focused episode? I thought that too is and this I was the, disappointed. Is this going to be a big old filler episode? It is. Yeah. I, I actually also thought that it might be a Koichi episode. I just couldn't remember it. 
And I was kind of like, oh, it's going to be Koichi focused. That'll be nice. It's not. No, never mind. Never it's, mind, it's not. It's even more when they get back to like the weird star bases or moon bases, I guess. Yeah. And they put all the other kids into like these little sci-fi healing chambers. I go, oh, that'll put them out of action for the whole episode. They're out in 30 seconds. Yeah. And also after Koichi stops being the only conscious one, Koichi continues to do nothing for the rest of the episode. Oh, yeah. I don't think he even really opens his mouth. He doesn't do anything. Like The budget of Koichi moments was overspent in the first few minutes, and that's sad because I would like to see more about Koichi because we've, we've had, even though we've had mainly of the time with Takuya and Koji, we st- and Izumi and Junpei and Tomoki, we've still had like some alone time with them. I would like some more alone time with Koichi just to so just know this character a bit more because I like Koichi. But, but May, his story's over. He already told Koji he has a brother. Now it's Koji's turn. Yeah, and that's... that's He's the main character. That's something I don't like about Frontier is that they gave Koichi such story and such such depth and then such power. And now he's told that story and he had, you know, his story arc finished when he got his purified spirits. And now we've done all that. He is just, he's barely, I think he's got less importance than Azumi, Junpei, and Tomoki at this point. Like all the other kids, the moment they give their spirits away, you can see them checking off into the side benches Mm. just to watch Koji and and Takoyaki win the rest of the match for them. Yeah, and it, that is something I really don't like about Frontier, is that... Everything! These two characters are your main characters now. Yeah, And that's annoying, and it's... I don't know, it's just making them feel like supporting characters. You know what else is annoying? What? But only temporarily. It's Superstarmon! He is Edamon's voice! Yeah, he's just straight up Edamon. And in the dub, the regular Starmon do have the vocal tick of... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In the original, they have a vocal tick of saying star. Yeah. The problem with it is that it doesn't matter whether it's the sound or not. It's that when they translate it in the dub, it says star. You mean in, in the in the sorry sub- in the subtitles? Yeah. It says star because I think it's Boshi or something for star. Yeah. So if it just said Boshi at the end of it, you wouldn't notice. Yeah. But because it's just a star, it's you really know weird. it. Yeah. If someone talked to you that way, rather than it being a weird like an accent or whatever the vocal tick is meant to be. Again, I've had to ask. I'm sure I've asked you before. Do actual Japanese people have these? Um, no. It's mainly a thing in cartoons. Okay. It's like a catchphrase. Real people don't have catchphrases. Yes, they do. Um, they really do. They but shouldn't. if I was talking to you, Star, and I just, at the end of most sentences, just star. said the word Star, Star. You know, I found this frog, Star, and then we went to the beach, Star. That's super annoying! I'm going to tell you something really embarrassing. What? When I was, like, 14, I was really into the anime. <laughs> you were really so getting into the anime? I really wanted a vocal tick. Oh, come on. So I started finishing my sentences with, yeah. Oh, my God. No wonder. Not no wonder. I can't believe your parents didn't, like, disown you. How long did this go for? I, probably longer than should have Was been. it more than a day? Yes. It How- was, it was, like, several months. Really? I, I even installed a macro that on MSN men, uh, Messenger, it would auto-add nya to the end of my sentences. Did... People blocked me. I, I don't know how to say this in any sort of gentle way, so I just won't. Did you have any friends at school? Um, I... Because I, I didn't, didn't. I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> I, I knew the names of some people. <laughs> I had a rough time in school, too. I shouldn't throw stones in this glass house. Sorry, I'm just imagining how frustrating it would be. Okay, no. I 
Okay, here's the context I will use. I fight a 13-year-old sometimes in Magic. We play Legacy. Apparently he looks like me. He's a reasonably good Magic player. But if he ended every sentence, oh yeah, I play Stoneforge Mystic, yeah. Oh, I go to draw step, yeah. I would die and I'd never, ever talk to that kid again. I'm glad you didn't know me. Was it every sentence? Actually, I think I might have been older than 14. I think I might have been maybe 16. I think I mean I, I think I might have been old enough to know better at that point. Um, have you ever had a smile that feels like it's about to tear itself off your face? No, I don't. I, I, this right now. I don't know happiness like that. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm never letting you forget this, Nya. I should not have told you, Nya. Nya. <laughs> I'm glad you moved away from the microphone. <laughs> should have been one one because i like dogs better but it was no it was nya i didn't want i oh i'm gonna tell something else embarrassing <laughs> when i was 13 i made like a, a dog ear headphones but they were black because i wanted to be black because i was so gothic I don't, what do you mean dog ear headphones? You, you made them i'm what? like no I, I made a headband i had a headband and then i gl- I made these little felt um little covers that went over and they were kind of like ears okay and i wore them and no one bullied me for it. That's the really that's, no one. That's the weird part. So, wait, were the headphones? No, no, sorry, oh, I meant headbands. It was just a headband. A headband. It was just dog ear headbands. Yeah, but it was shittily made with um, black felt. With there's a name for them. people like you. Fairies. No. <laughs> yep. But the thing is, nobody bullied me for it. That's the weird thing. No teachers asked me about it, and no kids like because I was. They were saving it for the nyas. I think I think I might have said I was a fox, but black foxes don't exist. Yes, they um, do. Don't they? Do yeah. they? Like, no, They're rare. silver ones do. I mean, like, yeah, but you can find black ones. They do exist. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, something new every day. But yeah, basically, um, there is a reason I didn't have friends. But the thing is, I'm, I'm so weird. Why, why why didn't I get bullied about that? Like, I, I was bullied for having red hair, but I wasn't bullied for having wolf ears, which I think, think <laughs> is a lot weirder. They, they'd already, like, they have a certain number of bullying stamina points. <laughs> We're already all apportioned out. And then they say, no, but no one gave me... Gave me hell for saying yeah at the end of my sentences. Are you either. serious? Would you like if okay if like a teacher was asking a question and you put your hand up to answer? Are you were they were like oh, it's too much? And you're like it's four yeah. Yeah, I did. And someone said like, that's wrong. It's just four. <laughs> this, is the, this is one of the best actually, days of my life. Actually, I think I think I know why. What I. I and sometimes I would just answer in Japanese. <laughs> I was one of those people who just like put Japanese in English sentences. Like that's so sugoi desu ne, and would say it really badly because I didn't know anything about pron- pron- pronouncing things. I'm um, no, you're having such a good time. <laughs> Maybe it's your birthday in a couple of days, and not mine, because you seem to be having the best day ever. <laughs> oh, my brain's beginning to hurt. Okay, let's continue. So, Koichi's wondering why he's the only one who's not injured. In the dub, he mentions about how he was able to bounce and Patamon doesn't ex- um, understand. And then he mentions how he wasn't hurt. Jay, it's not that funny. <laughs> no, say it right. What? It's not that funny, Nya. Wow. 
sorry, it's really funny. So the kids are all put in device beds, and Super Starmon is the captain, and he's watching the world. In the dub, as we mentioned, he has an Edamon voice, and I really miss this voice. Wait, did he have a wheel that he was at because he was a captain? No, I can't remember. He was standing in front of something. No, he's watching. I don't know what he was saying, but he was watching the world, like from the windows. Inside of a window. But anyway, in the dub, he also mentions fried peanut butter sandwiches. That's an a- Elvis thing. Yeah. Because that's who Elvis is. His Edamon's voice is Elvis. We can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he's, he should yeah. he should have talked about his um teddy bear plushie. Oh, that that I mean, so that that have been that have been a good connection. I'm surprised they didn't do that. I mean, actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not surprised they didn't yeah. make a good decision. So then we see what the Royal Knights are doing, and they're asking Lucimon if they've if they've forgotten his promise, and he asks why they want to go to the real world, and they do because they want human data. In the dub, they say they want human data, but they also want to control the real world. Also, they say, but we we just want to serve you, and that we just we just want to do everything that you have to say. Like they're really sucking up to him in the English version. Yep. Um, also, I don't know if you noticed this, but it was really weird when they're looking down at the planet from the moon. Whole continents will disappear all at once. Yes. But when the Royal Knights are on the planet and you see them directly, they're like picking up like a pothole's worth yes, of stuff, and yes. they're like, ah, yes. Into the core. Because it looks more dramatic, and also, if you just saw them picking up a plot hole from the moon, you wouldn't be able to see it. But also, no, that that's a good point that you mentioned about how in the dub they're more like pleading and begging servants. In the original, they're just kind of like, we're we're working like alongside you, we're giving you what you want, but like we're also getting something. But like they're not, they're sort of like on equals. Yeah, we have our separate goals, but yeah. it happened to match up. Yeah, but it's not like. I know, like, I I really like the Royal Knights. It actually makes more sense in English, because if we established that they were not... Actually, no, but it's consistent in English, because we haven't established that in Japanese. If the Royal Knights were once good and separate entities, then it would make sense if they were more mind-controlled for them to be like this. Mm. But they're not. Mm. But I guess in in the Japanese, they would never establish that. They were just evil all the time. Yep. Um, It seems weird to me that... Mm. These ultimate level Digimon are almost mm. being slaves to a child level Digimon. Is Lucimon a child level? Yes, Lucimon's a child level. What? Yes. You can get him in Cybersleuth by evolving Tokemon and he's a child level Digimon. This is nonsense. Yeah. I always just thought it was like an ultimate level because... No, power levels don't exist in Frontier. He is an adult level Digimon. A child, sorry, child level what Digimon. What the hell? Because he's like he's like the savior of no, he's, he's all life. Yeah, he's a, he's a child level Digimon. Okay. Yep. It took all the legendary spirits to fight this child. So then we go back to what the kids are doing, and in the dub I know some weird sort of audio thing. They're talking from behind glass, so I guess it's so it's more muted. It's more muted, but that's really weird because who would be listening from the outside? The us. space monsters. I, I guess us. But I just found it really weird. But in the original, I don't believe this is present. It's true. I thought, it, I thought it was odd as well. Yeah. But it's the same thing as explosions in space. Also, JP mentions how the moon's not made of cheese. Which I kind of like this line. I, in my notes, in the Japanese, because obviously they only mentioned the moon being made of cheese in English, um, I noticed... Sorry, I, I made a note when I saw the Gotsumon, I go, are they made of cheese? Yeah, also they're not Gotsumon. They're, mi- they're mistitled in the English version. They are not Gotsumon. They're what Gotsumon evolves no, into. I, I mean, believe their, their original English name is meant wait, to be Meteor. They, they evolve into them? No, Gotsumon evolves into this one. It literally evolves and changes colour. Yes. Because for me, I thought it was like the Atmon where that looked the same. No. And were just different colours. No, they're not different. Uh, Meteormon is 
a perfect level and I believe got someone... A, no, um, no, Mediamon is an adult level and got someone as a child This level. is more confusing now. Yeah, yeah. Because but, I... Because I'm like, I wrote it down, and you've read it, so you know. Yeah. But I wrote down, these things are like the shiny Pokemon. They're like, oh, the main one's blue. So what's the shiny version? A tiny bit different no. blue. Uh, the dub was actually wrong and mis- like incorrectly calls them Gotsumon when they're not Gotsumon. They have a different May name well in the be. original version. I just can't remember what it is. Not like it matters. Mm. So the kids want to go back, and they don't know how, so they're just going to think. In the dub, Patamon says, let me get into my thinking pose. And he goes, hmm, and it's so cute. I love Patamon so much. He's like one of the redeeming facts of um, Frontier, along with Bokemon and Naemon and Crusadermon. We should mention that right before this, Patamon says, there are no trains to the moon. Well, there's no railroads to the moon. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's going to come up later. Uh, it's. I know what you're saying, and no, that, well, that's not a railroad to the moon. It's just a railroad around the earth. Which I don't, I know makes no sense, but still, we've got to assume that Patamon's not lying to us here. No, no, no I agree that there's no way. I mean, it's probably maybe one of the other moons. Okay, that that's one thing. Yeah, but it's not multiple. this moon. Except there are, it probably isn't because they move. We know that. Still, yeah, I thought it was like a really obvious, silly thing to say until we do see the space train. Yeah, but the space train I think is just around the orbit of the world, not to a moon in particular. So it's like Saturn's it's rings. Mon- it's except- a monorail. It's a monorail. They're all monorails. This is more monorail. It's the same. They're all monorails. Okay. You forget they're all single. We've talked oh, yeah, about that's this. Right. They are monorails. No, they're like, they no. have two wheels on each. They have wheels on each side, yeah. but they, none of those wheels are touching the rail. It's okay, you're nonsense. Right. You're right. You're right. No, that is weird. Frontier sucks from more perspectives than you can possibly imagine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? Yeah. <laughs> so Takuya says they don't have time to just think of everything. So. They're all just going to try things. So they all evolve and they launch attacks into the sky and nothing happens, but in the dub, and I, lo- I love this change. So can I just... Yeah? The exact wording is, let's try anything that might work. Yep. And I've written, that's a formula for filler, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, no, it, it, it is filler. I'm, I'm not going to argue that this episode isn't filler, but it's enjoyable yeah, for me. That's on you. So in the dub, Borgmon says... Well, that will take care of whatever we were shooting at. I don't know why. I just found that so funny. Yeah, because they're all attacking, and it's because Takoyaki had told them, everyone just fire in here at the same time. And everyone's like, okay. He didn't explain it. And then when they all do it, they're like, so what were we doing? He goes, I thought if we did it, we could thru- we could propel the moon at the planet, and it would move it like a rocket. And everyone leaves. Because it's really stupid. Yep. Now, they think it's stupid because, oh, well, of course you can't move a whole planet doing that. That would be silly. I would think it's stupid because if the moon hit the planet, they would all die and then the planet would shatter and then they would lose because they would have destroyed the digital world. Maybe they were just wanting to move closer to it so they could jump from the moon to the real world. Yeah, you know what? If you move the moon close enough that you could jump, you've already crashed the moon into the planet. Do you remember what happened when the moon hits the planet in um, Majora's Mask? That's game over and that's a tiny moon. Good point. This is a big full-size moon. It's a very bigums. He bigums. They, so, they wanted to Majora's Mask the digital world, and I, for one, was all for it. So then the best best thing ever happened, which was Chakamon tries to jump to the world, and he tries in various ways. And all it's these so athletic cute. ways. It's so cute. It's you all have right. to think this is cute. Look, it's fine. And then everyone's like, ooh, and it's, a, it's an athletics tryout. And then no one does anything. And then he tries to pole vault, and he fails. And, and it's like, okay. all the Mediamon are watching, and then they get burgers from the Bergamon, who we find out actually are from the moon. Yeah, was this in the Japanese as well? Yes. Okay, I, I guess I got confused. 
So then Kendogurumon ollies out and tries to heal you away from his feelies and gets stuck in the ozone layer, which is just an electromagnetic field. So there is an electromagnetic storm up there. It's very important to note that he hits this thing, his data comes out. He's about to die. Yeah. He's he's inches away from dying and yes. he falls away from it and that's what makes it sort of okay. Yes. We'll just we'll just keep that in mind, won't we? I complained to you about this already. You know what I'm talking I about. I don't even remember. You complained to me about a lot of things. <laughs> uh, just about this episode, it's just one really big, big problem. So, um, Fairymon <clears throat> prays and... She wishes upon a star. Get it right. In the no, But in the dub, she does the star bright, star night, that old rhyme. And then she sees a Bergamon, and it's great, because I love Bergamon. Then there's a Bergamon decides to... He was going to design a rocket, and he's going to fire the rocket, and that's how they're going to get home. And... I really do like whenever they give Junpei these clever ideas, like, you know, with his drawing blueprints, because we need to show what he's good at, because, you know, we all characters have something they're good at. Taku's, like, you know, he's good with the strategies. Koji's really level-headed. Uzumi's a girl. Well, I mean, he's not doing the rocket first. I know, but he draws it. He draws the blueprint The first, first thing he does is the physics of the yes. of launching dudes out of his own face. Yes, and that is really smart. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't it's show how. Too he, smart. And it, but it doesn't show how he would get out. But we've seen him draw designs before. No, no. A blueprint for oh, how to do a boat is one thing. Theoretical physics. Yes. So I no, like that. even like he's a child. He doesn't know these things. Can we not have a really smart thirteen? What, what if it's a child he's, genius? He's, it's nice to have these character things. They really. would have established it before now. This is. It's just as a passing yeah, joke. It is, it is too little, too late. But I would have liked it if if they Izzy added, did it. Yeah. Fine. If is because. Izzy's a character, I could say, he read up on physics. I get that. Junpei likes chocolate and annoying people with magic tricks. Yes, he doesn't know physics. I know, what would have been good is that early on, he said, oh yeah, I was kind of like this child prodigy and I chose not to go to university for some reason and everyone was kind of didn't want to be friends with me. That, that would have Fine. been great. Yeah. He never did though. I know, but I'm just saying, I wish they really elaborated more on how smart Junpei is. And I like these moments where we see that he's more than just he likes chocolate because it gives a character like sort of development and growth and, well, not really development and growth, but more like insight into their personality because these are characters. We and don't they do watch... a really bad job. Yeah, they, they, they don't necessarily do a fantastic job, but I wish they did. It would be great. It is still better than Zero Two, though. Yes. And that's amazing. Like, we didn't get characters until, like, the last few episodes. With Yoli, it was literally, like, the last episode. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And basically, it was a matter to, you don't actually feel like that, do you? And she's like, no, I don't. No, I've only just realized I had this problem, and now it's done. Mm. Isn't that great? So... He fires a Goonimon out of his out of his rocket, and everyone leaves because it doesn't work. And Loemon finds a rocket, and this is basically the only other thing he's done since he last had his bit at the start. Okay, no. So the way this goes, it's a little bit different because I think he launches a Goonimon out of his own face, his face cannon, yeah. first, and that doesn't work. So he tries to make it go again. A Goonimon says no. So then he builds a rocket. He flies into the air. All right, and he goes, huh? That seems to have worked. Then they go and find the crash rocket, and now, because of this order of events, I've gone, oh, his rocket didn't work, it totally crashed. Yeah. No, it's a totally different rocket. Which means that his own rocket idea totally worked, and they're just never going to mention it again. Yeah, but Borgmon comes back, and he's like, I have an idea, and everyone's like, we have a rocket, and he was like, oh. <laughs> so Borgmon's idea probably would have worked. Yeah, you should play Mercy. Mm. So, Borgmon's great. I love him. I wish he got more. So, 
then when they find the um the rocket and then there's like a bit of a montage, they actually play You uh, need Bok- a montage no, they play Bokemon and Neamon's character song in the Did background. They? Yes. I feel like I would have noticed. They played an instrumental version of it. Oh well that's why I didn't notice. Then so they have elastic bands and they're all waiting for the other moons to elap. And then Super Starmon helps launch a rocket, which is great because he actually does something besides being a character who's just there. Okay, so there's there's some problems with this. What? First of all, do you know why they call a rocket a rocket? It rocks? No, because its primary propulsion is rockets. This thing's primary propulsion is slingshot. Okay, the rocket's probably really heavy, so... This slingshot would have no more p- potential success than just, like, any of them jumping really hard. Yeah. Which we've seen doesn't work. Also, or, like, being fired out of a cannon, which would have less weight to it and more power. But whatever, let's pretend. Also, if a rocket can hit the moon hard enough to bury itself halfway up, this thing would have crumpled into dust, like, into scrap metal. Yes. The fact that they pull it out, and they're pulling it out like it's a needle out of some cheese... It's totally intact and not damaged at all is insane. Yeah, no, you, you are right. It, it is definitely a convenience that the rocket is working as well. Further, yeah. the rocket's made of metal, presumably. Yep. Why would it protect you from an electromagnetic storm? Yes. And also, what happens now? They fire the rocket. Of course it works. And they it, it makes it most of the way. And they go, oh, we're not going to make it the whole way. So, ta- so Takuya evolves, still inside the rocket. And, and he's I, outside the rocket. And I go, well, he's much bigger and he's in a confined space. I guess he crushed everyone. He's suddenly outside the rocket. He picks up the thing and he flies them with his propulsion that he's never had before. Because he doesn't fly. But okay, whatever. He and, and he, before. he flies them into the electromagnetic storm. Which, as again, Kendo Gurumon did pretty much die doing this for a moment, yes. and he has to go through it. He didn't just have to touch it, he has to go through it, and we know it froze Kendo no, It is another plot convenience storm. And then, Takuya's just inside piling it yes. again. How did he get there? Okay, this part makes no sense, but I'm not going to say it was a bad episode. But it's, they presented you with a problem, and then they gave you a totally impossible solution on every measure and on every front, and you're telling me that... The fact that point A cannot get to point B doesn't make it kind of bad. Okay, okay, you're not wrong. But I feel like the whole episode was enjoyable enough that I can overlook that. Sometimes with Frontier, just like, it had too many problems, I couldn't overlook that it was a bad episode. This episode, and we'll we'll talk about more of the quality of the episode in a bit. There's a few more things I want to talk about in this episode. So... What, another thing I like is that during the scene where Virtumon is pushing the rocket, they play with the will, but it's actually a cover that's done by all the characters. And it's it's actually, I prefer this version to the original version of With the Will. It's just a, a good song. I like it. So then they're hit by the field, and then they're all kind of like floating in the dub. Instead of silence, Bokemon asks Namon, what are you doing? And Namon says, standing on the ceiling. Why? And then Koji says how it could be fun, but he's sick of it already because he's so cool. Because Tommy's having a great time. So they're all floating, and in the dub, Takuya just mentions not going home in the original. But in the dub, he is commenting about how JP is looking up Zoe's skirt. Which no one actually said in the original version. It was all implied with the animation, but the dub, like, they actually comment about it. Because she's super embarrassed. Mm. 
and then the plot puts them on a track for a mole trail and that's this is the this I'm is my, the main problem that, that I noticed is that out of all places to land they landed on a this one track around the earth like well, not earth the world first of all they were because they were stuck there they had no propulsion or anything because obviously the rocket doesn't work yeah they were again completely dead and the only solution the writers could come up with was okay you know what there will be a track which extends all the way out to the screen so just into space yes. so we don't know where it goes to it doesn't doesn't seem to curl back towards yeah, the planet but they're definitely in space at the yeah. moment they're currently in space so it doesn't make sense this, for there to be a track there and the track is like 30 centimeters wide yes it's impossible yes it's absolutely impossible so she pushes them back and then they're watching dinosaur and lord lightmon eat the earth the oith. And then the episode ends. What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to digital? Oh, it's so bad. I liked it. Oh, it's so bad. It's just, it's a, it's writers going, we need to make an episode, what do we do? And the, it's even worse, because the only reason this episode exists is because they didn't know how to get them out of a fight with the Royal Knights. Yes, and they wanted it, they had an extra episode. They said the Royal Knights need to win to show that they're strong, because they're new. But we don't know how to make them win and the kids not die. Do you think Dinosmon knows his attack sends people to the moon? No, I think he just it's meant to obliterate. It makes no sense how it teleported them to the moon. I guess... Mm, no, it, it does it, They don't actually say... Like, no, I would have thought Koichi or Junpei being the smarter characters of the group would have asked, how did that happen? And no one ever goes into it. I know. I would have felt like that could have needed an explanation out of everything. The only thing I can imagine is that... From Dinosmon's perspective, he thinks his attack is the most powerful attack ever because everyone he hits it with disappears. And no one can get back to the digital world from the moon. So everyone he's ever hit with the attack has just lived there. I didn't think of that, but what if that was actually right? That would be really funny, but they're never going to say that. No, I don't think they do. I think but that's much more clever than anything in no, Frontier. that's actually really clever. Yeah, he's just like, well, I've never seen them ever again. <laughs> he's like, no, they've always been totally obliterated. Maybe, no, they're on the moon. Maybe the attacker just it spatially displaces people. And that would be really funny. But I think that, it's just, again, it's something that I never say to any other show. It's too clever for this show. Also, it's really weird that there's oxygen on the moon. In the, I mean, I guess it's the digital world, it's, but it's It's a weird. digital moon. What rating did you give this episode? I don't know. It's like a four. Oh, that's sad. I gave an eight. Um, so this episode, it's just it's just a lot of nonsense is the problem. So here's here's what I would say. You're at you're you're sitting at home in Tokyo, yes. right? And there is a a massive massive earthquake. Okay, and the building you're in falls down, and you are knocked unconscious, and you wake up in a forest. There are no forests around where you live. Yes. Uh, okay, well, how about... Oh, well, you got to walk home. And so you're pretty sure that you walk for a couple hours and you find a really, really wide river. And you say, I'm pretty sure on the other side of this river I'd be able to get home. Like, there's a big stretch of forest still, but I'm pretty sure I could make it. So you spend, I don't know, a whole day trying everything you can think of and you try to jump across, it doesn't work and you manage to struggle back. You cut down a tree and it tries to fall over and it doesn't make it, so you can't... You try to hop over debris, it doesn't work. And then the camera cuts away, and all of a sudden you're on the other side. Okay, I see a point. And then, you don't even make it all the way home, a helicopter just descends through the trees, 
And the blades don't get damaged or anything by hitting the, the trees, because right. they would. It just sits there in front of me and goes, hi, we're here to pick you up. Right, so your argument is that this episode doesn't make sense, so it's not good. I would say the absurdity of everything that happens in it. And look, it's Digimon. Everything is absurd already. They're getting hamburgers on the moon. But the the base level, what is happening, makes so little sense. It... I've said this a bunch of times, and this is probably the worst one ever for it. I shouldn't see the Lego blocks of the writers trying to make things work. I shouldn't have to see this. See, I've, and as I said earlier, I did find this episode enjoyable enough to still enjoy it, despite the fact that a few aspects of it didn't make sense. And the thing is, they could have easily fixed the aspects that didn't make sense by explaining them. Or what we've previously done in Frontier is that Bokemon and Nemon have given a little info dump to something that doesn't make sense. And they don't do this as often as they should. Just so they said, oh yeah, this is the um, the express that delivers supplies across the digital world. Why didn't they pull out the book on the moon and talk about no, the stuff because that's there? the book only says some things and it's only when the plot wants it to and they wanted something to be mystery, I guess. Was the last but- time they talked about the book when they were like, aha, we can be in the book? Yes. I think that maybe that implied that that was... No, I think they've... I don't know, he pulls it out at weird times, but he hasn't pulled it out as much as he should. But the thing is, I feel like we have this opportunity in Frontier to have these two characters that just info dump anything that doesn't make sense. And that's great. They don't use it. I feel like they should have said, oh yeah, this is the moon, that's the field. Um, Even if they said, oh, the field disappears between this time and this time, or maybe every half hour it disappears for five minutes and that's our chance to launch through and then th- that was the reason why they all had to go in the one ship because if one went through it would it wouldn't work or something just if they gave this little like few seconds of dialogue just Bokemon and Nemon explaining something during that montage scene or something they could have fixed this episode and I they could have probably fixed all your problems and that is my issue with it I still found it inter- like an interesting and enjoyable episode to watch However, I did not want to watch it a second time. Can I, but do you remember what happened right at the beginning of watching it the second time? So I just remember this line. It's my favorite line from the English. What? Uh, it's um, when all the other kids are knocked out and Beekmon's telling uh, Koichi about it. And Nemo goes, yeah, I even did my wakey-wakey little flaky dance. Oh, I missed that. That's great. What, what do you think that is? I don't know, but it, I love him and the I love it. wakey, wakey little flaky dance. It, it wibbles with his wibble arms. I don't know. He wibbles. But the point is, with the, Bur- the Bergamon episode is, the one episode 19 or 18, I feel like is the best episode of Frontier that we've seen That's so far. pathetic. And probably is maybe the best overall. It's so pathetic. But... I, and the thing is, I like that episode so much. I think I'm going to elevate that episode to a 10 because of how bad the rest of the series has been. And, Have you ever heard yeah. the expression, uh, damning with faint praise? Yes. And yeah, and, and that, that does that. <laughs> but the thing is, with the Bergamon episode, I was fine to watch it twice. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't mind watching this again. But with this, this episode, despite giving it an 8... I did not really want to watch it again. The The small laughs that I had wouldn't come out a second time because I already sort of got the general gist of he's jumping to the moon. And that gave me a little bit of a chuckle because I thought that was cute. I found it enjoyable. And then I didn't really watch, want to watch that a second time. And the whole plot was very much, because I didn't, wa- didn't remember this episode, is that I was kind of like, oh, I guess this all happens. This episode was Drek. What? It's Drek. That's not a word. Drek. 
think it's Yiddish. Oh, okay. Okay, it is a word then. Never mind. It's Yiddish. What does it mean? It's crafts garbage. Oh, okay. It's rubbish. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like this episode. I maybe maybe an eight is too high. Yeah, it is. Maybe a seven. Maybe like a maybe like a generous five. No, but I like this episode compared to other episodes in Frontier. I liked this. I enjoyed this. It might it might look sufficiently like a house, but if a tiny breeze will just send it scattering to the winds, it's not a house. I know, but it's able to stand up in said breeze longer than a lot of the other episodes in Frontier. It's it's not. Most of the other ones make sense. They're just boring. Yes, but this wasn't boring. Even if it, that's why I said like this could be a perfect episode if they explained some things. But they didn't. But it wasn't boring, and so did did you think this episode was boring? I actually did. Oh, okay, that's sad. But I liked this episode. It was cute. It had sort of like fluffy moments. Uh, let's just move on. Episode forty: the um, boys who control <laughs> Angemon, but not a digital egg. And how did this episode compare to what you thought in the most? I don't even know, and I don't care. I can't see your notes anymore, so I don't know what I said. Uh, so you said that they will somehow end up on the moon. That's You're true. Right. That did happen. But they will escape the moon, having learned and accomplished very little. <laughs> yeah, I called it exactly. Um, and you said that it would annoy you if nobody cared that they were on the moon. <gasps> That's exactly what happened. And you thought it would be a four. You said it wouldn't be a good episode. And you said it'd be filler. You got everything right. Oh, it's been a long time since I've had a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, it's that's point by point perfect, and it's not like it's not like I sometimes I guess it right, and it's like I, I called the first five minutes of an episode, then the rest of it I couldn't have possibly got. I called this word for word the whole thing. Mm. That's sick. Mm. What was the major difference that you noticed? <laughs> Having learned very little, I'm hilarious. Um, the biggest difference, I mean. Edamon was really distracting for this sort of thing. Oh, I didn't think that was that big. I thought... No, I know, I know it was just distracting. The thing for me was the Royal Knights and their oh, relationship and, with Luzimon, yeah. clearly. And how they also want to control the world instead of just they want to eat some people. Yeah. Which I feel like ruling the world is like a generic thing. Eating people, like, it's it's kind of like, that's a bit dark. Usually you want to eat and also rule the world. They just want to eat. They're like, hmm, humans, hmm, that's what's for dinner. But what I thought was a big no- difference was the scene with Koichi and how in the original he basically thinks they're dead and Bokemon says, oh, they're not dead. But uh, in the dub, it, it's that's removed. I think in both, I was just hoping too much. You were hoping too much for Frontier? No, for them to be dead. Oh. <laughs> Any other differences? No. I mean, there's a bunch. Obviously, like, Wakey Wakey Little Flaky, um, the Moon Cheese. I feel like the Bergamon... There's a specific wording they use where they go the the burger the burger one on the planet they moved there in the English only like in Japanese they, they immigrated just, in Japanese they just go oh yeah no there are some there and they're different no that's immigrated in, okay. the, in the Japanese I must have version, missed it. no they said they moved there so the second episode that we watched starts off with royal knights eating the world as per usual and they look at their next job and they say oh that's going to be bothersome. In the dub, Chrysanthemum says that the, everything is beautiful, and basically she says beautiful like five times per sentence. Which in the original he just says this is beautiful or that's beautiful, but he doesn't say it as often in the English the English version. He who just says it basically all <laughs> too many times. You don't need a character if you can just say catchphrases. And Dinosmon just says that he wants to scan everything there, but they don't mention anything being bothersome. But having watched the episode, I don't know what they're actually talking about will be bothersome. There's no unless I'm not sure. 
if they knew about the kids, they would say that's great, but they don't know about the kids. So why is it bothersome? It might actually answer my question. And again, I might be overthinking this in you're favor probably, of you're the writers. Overthinking it. But my question was, why would Lord Nightmare need to cut down all these buildings to absorb the data when they're pulling up whole continents? But one might argue that if that it's like I mean, the continents thing might just be for visual effect, since they're obviously taking yes. chunks out. Oh, it is. So thus, one might argue that it's like you have to cut up pieces of a steak to eat it. Like, it's just, it's too much all at once. Mm. Their compression can only get a couple of megabytes. I think all of this is for visual effect, though. It's to make yeah. them look strong. I Which, mean, it's, it's pretty to watch, at least. Except that, like, if you were to see some bad guys knock down buildings in New York City or whatever in a movie, you go, oh, I get that because I understand human suffering. Whereas in the digital world, it's like, I know those are empty because they're always empty. Yep. So the kids show up at the steel arena. No, the steel area. Oh, area? I wrote arena. It's really yeah. creative. The steel area. Yes. And in the dub, Koji even says, steel area. Wonder why they called it that. Uh, <laughs> I just have it written down, they meet the thing from your fan fiction. Yeah. Okay, but we'll get to that. So in the dub, Zoe complains about the reflection shining in her eyes, and Takuya says, Bet you all wish you had a pair of goggles right now, and he's not wearing them on his eyes? He says this, and they're on his head, and I'm like, Well, that, I, I, I can see his point, but would you not be using them during this point, right? I was meant to talk to you about that thing from V-Tamer that was awesome. Do you want to say it now? It's about goggles. Okay, well, it's in, it's, it, it's in conversation, so go. They give an origin for Tai Chi's goggles. It's awesome! Is that in, cha- is that in volume 3? Yeah. Okay. okay, well, we're going to be reading that next I'm time. just telling you, it's it, it might be a thing. Like, if I was just reading it by itself, it was the first... You asked me a question, if Vita was the first thing I ever looked at, would, would it have been really good? And I go, I don't know. That part wouldn't have got me. But after every single kid has these goggles, every time... To cutters are explained. He says... Oh, I want to be a hero, so I wear goggles. That's not that's not that's not an explanation because what does that mean? Well, why do heroes wear goggles? I don't know. No, ties are perfectly explained. They are given meaning. It is understand why he has them. There's a emotional reason why he keeps them, and that he that he refers to them. It's the best. I know. I I I look forward to when we can cover that. God, Digimon sucks, and V Team is all right. So. JP says, yeah, right, all the cool kids wear goggles in reply to Kuya having goggles. I mean, the main characters always do. Then, in the original, Junpei says he wants to eat. And that's weird, because usually the dub is the one that makes Junpei want to eat. I mean, so, yep, Sagittarimon runs towards them, and, yep, this is this is the one from my fanfic. You really love this thing. You were obsessed with it, you could say. No. No, so you were possessed with it. Oh, okay, I get it, I get it. I get, it. <laughs> I get my own jokes. <laughs> so he says, I have nothing against you, but you better give me your possessions, and I'm not sure if the subtitles got this wrong. I think they might have. But, or... See, there are two ways. Either the subtitles got this wrong and kind of, like, ruined the joke a bit, or Takuya mishears him, and then later on, when Sagittarimon says, give me all your obsessions, it's because Takuya has influenced him. Oh, he, like, brain-hacked it by accident. So I'm not sure, because the words sound very similar. Well, that's why the joke is there. Yes. And to my ears, who aren't fluent in Japanese, they say, I cu- could not tell you the difference over the over the microphone. It's really lucky that in both English and Japanese, the words obsession and possession are similar. It could also be like a very close localization that the subtitles have done based on the English version. Yeah, but the English, I guess. Yeah, that's unlikely. They never do that. I'll have to look it up, but it might be. Based what are the on odds that. of the dubs? So the subtitles, like, hmm, don't know how to do this. Better watch the English one. 
Because I've always done that. I don't know. I don't... But yeah, it, it is very lucky. But I need to know more about Japanese before I can talk more about that. But it's just, it's kind of weird because I'm not actually sure if the subtitles are wrong and made him say possessions or if Takuya misheard him and he didn't actually misspeak. Sorry, I just had a nightmare in my head. You had to watch of more the, Frontier? The, the worst version of Digimon that could ever exist, which is you transcribe the English script and then you put that down as the subtitles. You can actually do that with Digimon Adventure Try, the uh, the, the, the dub DVD that just came out. But because it's, got... it's not... The, the localization is probably exact. Yeah, I think I think it might be. But, like, imagine... Imagine it cuts... It, you're, like, you're staring off into space during those silent bits they randomly shove words into and you're just seeing, like, this text at the bottom of people saying, ben- uh, like... Not benign. Oh, I don't know what Meaningless? Word. Yeah, it's meaningless crap. And just everything that's said is awful and it's really stupid. Well, here's an idea. We, we could do that. We could do that with at least the first episode and we what, could show... You're going to do it? And, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, just, add, add just an idea. We could show this to a Japanese person who's only ever watched the English version, but who is also fluent in English and they read the difference. And I want to. I want to know what their reaction is. That seems like the most specific thing I have ever heard. Like, a lot of people who are Digimon fans who watch the English dub, then when they go on to watch the original, always go, oh, wow, it's such a change. Imagine if the opposite happened and they were the used to the original Japanese and they watched the dub and like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Why did you ruin my show? Oh, that's right. No one likes Digimon. So- <laughs> no kidding. Obviously, some people do. Yeah. <laughs> Not me, so- though. Tomoki asks if he's a robber, and he says, yep, I am. And in the dub, Tommy says, you have nothing better to do than to rob us. And then JP says that he's really dumb and not really intimidating <laughs> because he can't speak properly. Sorry, I'm just like, if you're getting mugged, who says, what, are you going to steal from me? What, are you bored? <laughs> what sort of defense is that? Yeah. And then Takuya asks if he's walk- working for the Royal Knights. In the dub, they all just think he's too pathetic to be with the Royal Knights, so they don't really address that. Which I find is an interesting change. They go from thinking, hey, you with Royal Knights, to he can't possibly be with the Royal Knights. And the guy doesn't know who they are, mm. which, I mean, in the English, it sort of seemed like people knew who they were beforehand. Yeah, and especially Barramon says, but the Royal Knights are good guys, so I feel like it's something that is common knowledge, maybe. Uh, it's probably in the book if they were to read it. Yeah. But it's another stuck together page. Um... Probably. But the funniest part of this episode, and my favorite part of the whole thing, is this big giant centaur with a weapon, a deadly weapon, has come up and said, I'm robbing you. And the kids all huddle up and are like, mm, don't know, guys, I think we should, uh, I don't think we should care about this. I think it's because they've just previously fought an ultimate level Digimon and then two ultimate level Digimons. Oh, no, no. For sure, there's a reason, like, the, obviously they should be confident they can all evolve and kick its ass. Mm. But I think it's really, really funny. Like the visual of them oh, all being yeah. like, he it's like oh yeah, Robert, uh, we'll just we'll just be over here. Do, do you mind? Do, do, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you're right. I also like that bit. So some other kids show up and tell him to go away before he gets hurt. And in the dub, Pokemon comments that maybe these are chosen children too. So weird. The first time we've seen other kids. So weird. And then Tomoki sees him, and that he sees that these are the bullies that pushed him onto the train, and that these, you know, these are his tormentors, basically. And we find out these kids have Angemon, and he fights Sagittarimon, and Sagittarimon flees. Then the kids recognize Tomoki. Then they say that they got onto another train when they went to the digital world. Then they all arrived at the forest terminal and were told to go home with all these other kids that were there. And all the other kids went home except for these four. 
and are you happy? You you said that you wanted to find out what happened to the other kids, but you don't. You you said that there'd be no chance that Frontier would do it. You have to like this part. This I don't... is what you wanted to happen. Okay, you can't tell me I have to like anything. It's pretty lame. You have to appreciate it. Yeah, they sure covered it. I mean, thirty nine episodes later, thirty eight, I guess. Yeah. Um, they covered it in probably the lamest way they possibly could have. They all arrived. And then they all left. Also, there were easily, like, you know, maybe a hundred kids. How could only four choose to stay behind? Like, I'm pretty sure these kids would say, Nah, I want to stay here. Why can't I go? Also, um, they all got to the forest terminal really easily, but it took the kids for us, like... Yeah, a million... 20 episodes to manage well, it. Well, it was because otherwise they would bump into all these kids that were there. Oh, yeah, well, uh... Also, they could take. You can take trains directly there, guys. Yeah. Did you know also, that? Why weren't the main characters put on this train that sent them directly to the forest terminal? Because that was the first goal. Yeah, no, they oh, had. A... Because the fire spirit was at the other one, right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, the plot. Oh right, no, gotcha. the plot. Sorry, can't can't do that. So Tomoki's bully says sorry to him, and then the how kids... do they know who he is? Because they know who he... They were bullies. They bullied him. Were they... But were they his bullies outside of the train station? I thought that, like, they only yes. met him there. No, 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 no. We saw when Tomoki got his message, he was pushed up against a tree covered in dirt, and he, the bullies were there. I didn't realize it was the same dude. These are his bullies from probably school. Oh, they're trash garbage. So, we find out that these kids still have phones, that are phones, and in the dub... Instead of pointing it out, he asked if their detectors were stolen. And this is kind of weird because... They know the phones turned into detectors? Yeah, and Junpei would have, in, in, in the original does, comment on, Hey, your phones are phones. And I like that because it shows that he's actually... He's viewing something as insightful. He's like, oh, well, that you must not have detectors. But in the dub, he's like, why do you have phones? Did your detectors get stolen? When he knows that the phones are the detectors, so they would not have both. Right? Yeah, and they go, we, we, yeah, we stopped getting messages from Ophanimon. I guess they knew who the messages were from. Um, oh, did, they, did, did they say the word Ophanimon? Oh, I guess Angemon would have told them. I guess so. Because um, he's a servant to Ophanimon. I, I think what's interesting about this episode, and what it's both what makes it interesting and what kind of makes it quite bad because of how it ends up, Yeah. Um, is that they don't tell these new kids that they can evolve into Digimon, which, which leads to a lot of funny conclusions, and then also the plot going really stupid. Um, but the funniest thing is they look at Beakmon and Tormon and go, you know, your Digimon, they look pretty crap. Unless they're volunteering to take out the rubbish. Yeah. I just want to talk about the English voice actors for a second. You mean all so, those voice actors we know? Katsuharu in the dub is voiced by Kazu, and it's funny because he kind of just looks like Kazu because he's got the same sort of hairstyle. Tepe is Taichi, which is really jarring to hear. Oof. Because, again, we've previously had Tomoki's older brother being Taichi and who wasn't necessarily nice to Tomoki. I know when we first covered this episode, I thought that he it was being reasonable, but that was on the basis that he was 15. Having found out that he's from university, he's being not too nice. Yeah, when you hear Tai's voice, you just think, ah, oh, yes, bullies children. Yeah, like, it's, it's just kind of weird. And maybe it's because... We knew him as Tai Chi, and the voice isn't really different from Tai Chi. So he's just this horrible, almost serial killer, psychopath child who is quite scary. And he's just given Tai Chi's voice, and it's really weird. And then Chiaki, who's the girl, is Yoli. And then the Takato lookalike, whose name is Tuero, Teruro, and his voice is Daisuke. I hate him. And it's really weird because it's just, it's just Daisuke. I hate it's, him so much. 
Yeah, it's not even like, you can't even say it's anything else. It's just Daisuke. Also, he looks so much like Takato, it's weird. Because Tepe reminds me of what a cross between Kenta and Kazu would look like. Yeah, it does. So, there's this weird moment where Takuya's about to talk about how they can evolve and how that's not actually their Digimon. Yeah. And then Koji turns, his mouth doesn't move. He's telepathic, apparently. He just communicates with psychic powers. Yeah, this is really weird because... I'm so glad it wasn't me being like... No. Sometimes no. I missee things. No, it's that they have a psychic connection all of a sudden. But a bit before that, Junpei is saying how they're fighting for peace and the other kids ask if they're serious and ask what they can do in this world because their Digimon don't look very strong. In the dub, Tepe, like, sarcastically says, world peace, groovy. Oh, God. And it's just, oh yeah, world peace, disgusting. I'm just like, wow, I know that they're trying to make this guy seem like a terrible person, but I, I think that even, like, these terrible bullies of children would still want the idea of world being peaceful because they're children. <laughs> no, there's got to be more nerds for me to punch. Yeah. So, yeah, Koji has, a, has like this psychic connection with Takuya, which is really strange and not explained. And maybe it's an animation error because his mouth just does not move, but his head does. No, the thing is, they has like the they have the like resonance of a voice that's that's communicated through the mind. They're like, we shouldn't tell them. <laughs> I promise you, it's like they do a thing with the in, voice. In the dub, they don't in the original. It is. I, th- I think the dub tries to fix the possible animation error by making it sound like he's having like a flashback to something Koji has said previously, even though he would not have a chance to. But in the original, I feel like they just forgot to animate the mouth flaps. Also, this decision is baffling because it, there's no actual reason for them to not tell them. Okay, I have a reason. Yeah. I think it's because they're trying to protect them from this unnecessary thing. They don't want to get them involved because they are innocents. They're just children. They're already involved. They're going around fighting with this Andromon. Yes, but I feel like they don't want them to get any more involved because they just want them to go home and not to know about anything because they don't have to know. Okay, but you have to recognize that not only does this decision cause more harm than it does any good, it's obvious that it would. Hmm. Giving them this sense that you guys are now defenseless puts pressure on them because they yeah. have the Angemon to protect you? Why would you ever do that? Okay, I, I do see your point. And you just I killed Cherubimon. You'll be fine. I know, I just I feel like they are trying to consider the kids and sort of saying they don't they don't need to know this, they're not relevant to this. They should just go home. We don't need to tell them anything. Which I know sounds silly because they should be told, like, reasons. Like, your life is in danger. There are these two people who just want to eat things. And, like, once once the kids are told about the Royal Knights, they instantly think out the... Uh, Digidest, I'm not going to call them. Uh, 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 they think they're liars because... Well, you know, it can't be that dangerous. You've been going around with these trash Digimon. The consequences of this decision were instantly okay, obvious. Right. They should have just said, well, we can become strong Digimon. And I know that... The fact that they didn't tell them is because it makes it more meaningful later on when they actually see this bit. I guess they could have just said, you're lies, and walked off, and then said, oh, no, you were telling the truth. But the end part does make them seem, like, <gasps> like shocked because you know, they see it. Yeah. you know why? Because the bullies couldn't have bullied Tommy if they knew he could become a Digimon. That too. That, that too. could not have yeah. happened, and they needed that to happen. Mm. So the entire episode is based around that. And that means the timing of the fight at the end is based on this. And that means the Royal Knights getting these kids at the end is based on this decision. Yes. This decision is so stupid and so unnecessary 
It's the same thing as the last one. I'm seeing the Lego blocks okay, of your story, no, I, and I shouldn't be seeing it. Okay, I, I, I see a point, but... I hate yeah. this episode. So, Koichi tells them to go home, and the kids say, we don't need to, we have Anjim on. So, in the dub, then when the kids leave, there's an added line for Katsuharu, who's just Kazu, and I think I just call him Kazu in my notes. So, his voice says, you know... I'm not actually sorry for picking on you. Yeah, that was what an asshole. Mm. So there was one more added line. I just while we're on the topic yeah, of added lines, continue, yeah. when Andrew first shows up, do you know what Padamon said? What? I'm gonna be like him. Oh, yeah, no, and he has those like googly eyes. It's so cute. He's excited. Yeah. No, but yeah, and the bully's like, oh, yeah. no, I don't actually regret bullying you. No one mentions it. Yeah, no, that's a, well, that's because that's a that's an added in dub line. But they can add in all their dub lines whenever they want. Yeah. Like, Takuya would be like, wait, what was he talking about? Like, no one no one has any concern for this child. Yeah. So, Anjimon stays behind and explains to the kids that he is to serve a Fanimon and he's protecting the other kids for a Fanimon and they've been, he's been trying to convince them to go home. Then Bokumon says Takuya should understand and then Koji says, what would you do if you were just told you were useless and told to go home? And here's the point where I get a little bit upset. Because how many times have we met a character in this show who just says, you can go home now? Uh, there's a difference. I'll, I'll, I'll grant the show this. The difference is the kids were never told that they were useless. They were told, this isn't necessarily your fight. If you don't want to, then you can go home. Whereas these kids have told the new kids, you shouldn't be here. You're going to die because you can't really defend yourself for real Z's. Now, that's a more antagonistic statement. That's much less easy to uh, digest. And there is a right and a wrong answer out of that. Whereas mm. in the other one, there is no wrong answer. Right. I mean, to be fair, if I was in the digital world and someone said go home, I'd be like, no. I would say yes, because it's very dangerous. Life worth lived. If I die in the digital world, life worth lived. Well, I mean... I'd that's... have an Angemon friend. He'd be my new boyfriend. Not after, Not soon. Oh, no. <laughs> No. I want to just talk about the thing that happens. Okay. I don't remember... You don't have to mask it with spoilers. He dies. Like... No, not that. Not that. Oh. There's a line. I don't remember who says it. It's it's afterwards when they call the new kids cowards. It's the most damning thing that anyone's ever said in Digimon because it, it, it like, actively is is uh, derogatory to all other Digidestin that have ever existed. And, and what's that? You guys are cowards hiding oh, behind yeah. your Digimon. Yeah. Yeah, no, that line. Yeah, you're right. And it's like, yeah, take that, Ty. <laughs> hiding behind your Greymon. I mean, he, what a coward. I mean, when he was walking alongside Greymon holding out his Digivice, he wasn't really hiding behind him. You don't deserve the tag of courage because you're a coward with your Digimon. Yeah. You're not really fighting. I mean, it is a take that to all the other seasons where we've had characters hiding behind their Digimon. But to be fair, this is the last time they ever do evolving without Digimon. With every other season of Digimon, they have Digimon partner at least, or partners. Yeah, it's just, it's just this one season. But it feels like the scriptwriters being like, yeah, our kids are so much better than all those other kids. <laughs> because what these kids have, I mean, I know there's four to one Digimon, but they have just the setup that all other Digimon seasons have. It's the kids mm. with a partner Digimon. Yeah. And it feels so weird and distant seeing it like this again but it's but it's like okay it's because it's been a while no these kids are like no you guys suck for doing it this way oh yeah and then something i found really interesting happens anjamon comments that these kids have been with him for half a year so that means that this series has gone for about six months yeah 
I can I believe mean, like, that. In, in in character, like that. That's how long they've been there. I'm not shocked. And they haven't changed clothes. <laughs> we they, stopped. They never do. They, they also stopped worrying about food. But it's a digital world. I know, but that hasn't been explicitly said. Every digital world has its own different rules. No, there hasn't been a moment where we're saying, "Oh, we don't have to actually need to eat." They were very hungry at the start of the season. They they've, were constantly looking for food. They've been always getting food wherever they go. I know, but I feel like. Uh, they haven't really had many like showers or change of clothes because they're all we- they're wearing the same clothes. No, they got changed into um, swim gear a bunch of the times. Oh yeah, that's right. They may- maybe they wash their clothes then. They've washed their clothes once, maybe. Sexy star, or was it? Um, sexy dynamite. <laughs> sexy dynamite. <sighs> <laughs> so then Tomoki is alone, and for some reason, I'm not sure why he's alone. It's not explained why he's alone. He's just kind of in a room. Like, well, he's going to get murdered. And then Tepe shows up, and it is so creepy. This part is creepy, and it's removed in the dub of how creepy it is because it just has Taichi's voice. I'm like, well, he's safe. It's fine. I No, but it, it wasn't as creepy, but it was more aggressive. Because mm. in the Japanese, it was like, it's you. And you're like, oh, mm. that's creepy because... I'm sort of picking up implications from the way he's acting. And the other one, it's like, you're a pathetic loser and I hate you. Yeah, because it, I think because I don't want to make it as creepy. Because that is like, this kid is a serial killer. It's because in English, there's no word for subtlety. Mm. Wait a minute. Huh. Yes, there is. So No one told the script writers The that. weird thing is, I feel like they shouldn't have cast Joshua Seth in this role, who's the voice of Tai Chi. He has two first names. Yes. But I that they shouldn't have done that. Not because it, the voice doesn't fit him. That's fine. I don't care. Um, it's you, recognizable. You should, it, it is recognizable, but th- that shouldn't matter. The fact that they have given this voice to two characters who are in Tomoki's story and back backstory and growth and stuff, they have the same voice. It's just weird to me. Both his brother and his bully have the same voice, despite being two obviously separate people. I just I find that kind of weird, and I. It's more than just like a cameo of who's this guy. I think I would have preferred it if it was Kenta's voice. Yeah. Because then we'd have Kazu Kenta. I don't know. It would have been a a nice cameo, but no. I don't like that Lucimon's voice is Izzy. That kills me. Oh, that is weird. At least this, I'm oh, probably not going to see them very much. Mm. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like they'll come back. Uh, well, we, we know at least the next episode's about them because they get carried off. No, I hope they get eaten in a stew. Me too. But they're not nice children. The girl's kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. So then the other guy shows up and stops Tepe from choking Tomoki, and it's it's kind of scary. He's only just got he's kind of like grabbed him by the lapels, but yeah. Tomoki is saying like, "Oh, I'm going to die." Yeah, and then he grabs at his throat, so I think he's being strangled or at least being choked at some point. So then we see what the other two kids are doing, and they're picking tomatoes, and they're saying they're having a lot of fun. How they're not going to school, but then they mention how Tepe and Katsuharu have a lo- have a lot of things bothering them. But in this world, they can let it all out. And in the dub, she just mentions how Katsuharu looks after them as well as Anjimon. So what they're saying is he has anger problems. Yeah, so they're basically saying Katsuharu and Tepe are not nice kids. And Chiaki and Daisuke Voice, they are diff- They are not friends. They only are together because they, they both decided not to go home. These two are friends and these two are friends, but they're not like... Part of the group, and basically she's saying, yeah, they are really horrible people. Yay! Mm. We love hanging out with not these horrible people. Yeah. 
So Katsuharu, who is strangling, to, who isn't strangling Tomoki, says that they chose to be here exactly because they don't have to do things like that. So that's why they're sta- saying. And then Tepe is only given a name basically now in the scene before, and I just found that really weird because I was just calling it the tall boy and the boy who was strangling. I, call, I in my notes I called them the boy who was strangling Tomoki and the boy who wasn't strangling Tomoki. That's really long names for everyone. Yeah. Why would you do this to because yourself? Because they weren't given names until this part, and I could not remember the name at the top of my head. Incredible. So Katsuharu says that Tomoki has gone this far just by hiding behind the others, and this is just as usual for him, and how he must be weak and has to go home. And Tomoki says that he's not weak. And in the dub, he sort of stands up for himself a bit more. In the original, he just says, well, I'm not weak. But in the dub, he says, well, you're just hiding behind Anjimon. That's what I, that's what I was talking about. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a lot stronger here than I used to be. Yeah, Ty, you suck. Yeah. Then Sagittarimon comes back with some Centaurimon. And in the dub, it's really weird because Centaurimon are dumb in this. Which is strange because in Adventure, when we previously see seen them, he's like this sort of... He's an info dump character. Also, he, he like all the other cross mask faces, mm. are like sort of their the holy... The holy beast, yeah. Not, holy, not <laughs> the holy beast. That's, a, that's poor wording, but they are the holy They have like religious, religious elements to them mm. and with, based on like the big old Digivice yeah. religion. But yeah, it's just... It goes to show that with Digimon, what they really like to do is they... All Digimon are just shapes. Yes. To be filled with whatever you want. Effectively. But, and in the original, they don't really speak much. They're more like, they're lackeys, but they don't really speak. And that's fine. They're just showing them that they're just beasts. But to give them, like, dumb voices in the English dub, I just find is quite strange. So, Sagittarimon says obsessions, not possessions. Anjimon says that he'll fight them. Katsuhara says the other kids should just watch because Anjimon's strong. But then there's another group who charge the kids while Anjimon has his hands full. And Tepe falls over and asks for Katsuhara to help, but Tomoki saves him. Tomoki probably shouldn't have saved him. I agree. I, 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 I mean, he doesn't deserve to be saved. Yeah, he is, he's proven, like, he. this kid is a kid who probably would grow up to, like, torture animals mm. and then possibly grow up to torturing people. Okay, I mean, Ma- maybe become a, an abusive partner. Maybe even committing crimes in the future this is like this kid does not have a good start thanks minority report i think the bad characters in frontier are koji's dad and tepe <laughs> i think tepe is actually koji's long lost brother oh my god what if what if what if tepe is actually koji's dad <laughs> god so the question, true identity of koji's dad this, is revealed this entire scene mm-hmm. is it not criminally irresponsible for the kids not to evolve and to solve the problem. Oh, they should have evolved as soon as sent the, all the hordes of Centaurimon showed up. They, they should have done it straight away. Like, it's disgusting that they're like, you know what? No, it's fine. it's fine. We'll just stand here. We'll just stand here until Tommy has to throw himself in front of a stampede while this kid's going to get Mufasa'd. I thought you were going to say move faster, and then you said Mufasa, and I thought you made a pun, but I don't know. Mufasa. I thought, I know, I, it ha- I thought you were saying move faster, I don't know. He's getting moved fastered? Yeah, that makes we've sense. We've been recording for a very long time now. Yeah, I'm tired too. So, Tomoki Beast Spirit evolves, and the other kids evolve too, but they become their human spirits instead of their beast spirits, I guess to sort of make Tomoki look stronger, because we've seen the beast is maybe stronger than adult, maybe, I don't know. But the thing is, is. I would have preferred that this episode resorted the other kids to becoming just cheerleaders and maybe supporting and saying, okay, we've got to get the other kids out of there as their regular child forms, not not their their 
spirit of all. I forms. just established, and I so I have to maintain it. If they all evolve, they'll solve the problem quicker. So they should do that. I know, but I'm just saying that I would have appreciated if, for once, we had oh the cheer squad are the other kids, and Tomoki gets like his moment in the limelight. Not had we a all will evolve. I don't know. It's not about who wins. It's about solving the problem. Uh-huh. Moreover. I love him though. I wish they had sort of gone into it more because it's it's the only really good thing about this is the yeah. imagination of what it would be like to be the kids who are just normal. Yeah. And who, we've never really seen that before. We don't give that much character development or growth or no, backstory or whatever to kids that aren't the chosen, but we get story here. I just mean like the earth shattering moment that from the what the outside perspective of it looks like. Where you're a normal kid, and you've been going in the digital world, and you've been there for six months, and you think, okay, the way you solve problems is you have a Digimon with you, and they fight for you. And that's a traditional Digimon way of doing yeah. things. And then they just see these kids here transform into Digimon. What mind-blowing moment is that for them? They never talk about it. Right. They, there's nothing ever like that. There's just the kids being like, oh, that's Tommy. He's big now. It's like a bully seeing a kid who just went to the gym a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess he's got moose glares. Moose glares. So, Sagittarius distracted and Angemon punches him. Then the Centaurimon flee. And Katsuharu, after the battle, says sorry. And then Tepe thanks him. In the dub, Katsuharu says that it'd be an honor if he could f- call Tomoki his friend. And this is instead of silence. And I like, I kind of like it. It's too much. Then the kids decide to go home, but the Royal Knights show up and Angemon dies. Then Lord Nightmon says that they should all be honored to be captured by someone as beautiful as him. And then instead of capturing the other kids as well, because he's established that he wants to eat the children, he just throws roses at them to make his escape. Yeah, it's not like they're in regular human form and he could just totally win right now. You know, because totally winning, that's not what villains in this show do. And then Tomoki grabs onto the net and floats off and we have a cliffhanger. Yay. What do you think of this episode as someone who is new to Digimon? It's not a cliffhanger if you don't care. Okay, it's a it's a care hanger. I don't know. But so what is, what do you think? I, I've explained what I think. It's a bucket with no bottom to it. That would be useless. Exactly. I liked this episode. I didn't like as much as the last episode. Or maybe I liked it the same amount after speaking about it. But I didn't the thing is, even though I might have liked the first episode that we watched this week more, this episode I didn't mind watching twice. This episode sucked. I found it a nice cameo to have the previously seen characters from other seasons as the bullies. It was a bit jarring it's at some point. not really what a cameo is. Uh, not really a cameo, but like an, an Easter egg, I guess. I still think they should have had Takato's lookalike be voiced by Takato. And then imagine if, like, you know, the girl kind of looks like Jerry, so she can be Jerry. And then we have Katsuharu voiced by Kazu, which we already have. And then Tepe's voiced by Kenta. I feel like that could have been really funny. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, but you you wouldn't you know what I mean when I say that the other kid looked like Takato because he did look like Takato. More or less. He had spiky hair. Mm. That'll do it. Yep, basically. And he was just like kind of short and kind of quiet. <laughs> and yeah, I liked this episode. I can't really think of why I like this episode. I thought that says a lot. I thought it was an, an enjoyable thing. I thought it had a nice message. I liked Tomoki. I've always said that the best episodes in Frontier are filler or Tomoki episodes, and so far that's been pretty spot on. But yeah, I like this episode. Do you have any other thoughts besides you don't like this episode and it's a bucket? I wish you could stop watching Frontier. We're almost done. We'll be done in a couple of weeks. It's too many weeks. I need zero weeks. Zero weeks? We're done? Zero two weeks? No. And how did you rate this episode? It's five. 
I gave it a it's, seven. It is better than the last episode because stuff happens. Okay. Maybe I think this is a, yeah, this is probably better than the last episode, but I still You're think... not allowed to give it a nine though. <laughs> no, I gave it, a, I gave the last episode an eight, but it downplayed it to a seven and this is still a seven. Okay. I liked this episode. I like that we finally get to find out what happened to the other kids because I could not remember this. I remember, I remember the four kids showed up, but I can't remember they actually explained that how they got to the digital world or what happened to the other kids. And it was just turned out that they, and it is lazy writing, but they just said, they well, go they, home. they go home. Not that, oh, they went to different worlds and this, this happened because that would have taken a lot of, a lot of time, like fair enough. And that's fine. But it's better than them just ignoring the fact that they sent all these kids off on trains. How weird would it be for those kids to be told, oh yeah, by the way, you've got, you've made it all the way here. Now go home. And for obnoxious synopsis, you said it wasn't filler, and then that's the only thing that you guessed. So I, I mean, guess you got it right. That's all I got for you. Yeah, it's all, it's all you got right. And I gave you the wrong title as well because of Wikimon, I guess. So what was the major difference that you noticed? Uh, the major... Let me check my notes. Um, because there weren't that many. Because it was word for word kind of the same thing. I guess maybe... It's got to be the voices. It's got to be the voices. Yeah, I, I've, I noticed the voices. Were, I'm not sure. I didn't look into the Japanese voices to see if they were anything in particular but the english voices to me were just so recognizable it was sort of distracting in a way i don't know but to be fair this episode was pretty line for line i agree yeah except for when patamon wants to be angemon that's kind of cute besides just that being implied so we actually do have a more in-depth discussion about the other kids requested by chakmon but we'll get to that in a different segment this is just our overall episode opinions so i would like to talk about lord nightmon because yeah. I am really enjoying this character, and I, I say this as not someone who is not a gay man. So, but I can't really see how he is the gay character. I don't see how he's the, the gay stereotype. Give it a couple episodes, I guess. Yeah, may, maybe, maybe he gets worse. But so far, he's just really flamboyant, and being and being pink does not mean that you're gay or a woman. It just means you like pink. You can like pink and be a straight cis man. Who just likes pink because it's a color, and yeah, it just you can be flamboyant and still not be straight. That's fine, and it is a lot better than just being a bland sort of "I am evil" bad guy. And it makes it more fun to watch. He's not a generic bad guy, and another thing, he has like this rose thing, and he thinks everything's beautiful. Is this not a trope that we've seen other characters who have been shown to be straight do? Like Dudley tux- tux- is the best. Yeah. And I was talking about this in the Slack, and Hero Latu says, well, he's like Dudley, who has a rose, and he kisses his rose. In Street Fighter 3, you can kill people with it. Yeah. And Vega has, you know, his, his, like, winning victory animation has, like, him hitting on women, and he's very flamboyant. And he's kind of, like, feminine-ish, but he's not gay. It's okay to be feminine and not be gay, and shouldn't we, as people who want society to be be like this and better, shouldn't we say, well, you're allowed to not like this and be straight or you're allowed to be flamboyant and like pink and not be straight or you can be gay because it doesn't matter because that's just a preference like liking a color is so so far i'm not really seeing him as a gay stereotype so much as a dude who is flamboyant and likes pink and how dare he though and also like does his sexuality really matter like his character doesn't seem to revolve around him being gay because then that would be offensive. If his thing was, oh, I'm gay, woo, 
And we've seen in other media how the Japanese culture views gay people, and they usually have them as shirtless, muscly, like, with weird, like, slick back hair, and hitting on guys, very obviously, and a kind of a, a... They basically see them as, and this is wrong and offensive, they see them as predators, and that's what a lot of Japanese media has shown to me. I could yeah. be wrong. But Persona 5 suggests that's correct. And the thing is, Crusadermon hasn't, uh, Lord Nightmon hasn't said, I'm particularly interested in, you know, eating the male's data. He's never said that. If he said that, that would be, that would be weird. But the fact he's just not discriminating on whose data he wants to eat, then that's, that's fine. Uh, so, so far, I'm not really seeing the gay stereotype. I'm kind of enjoying his character. I mean, we have gayer characters in the Digimon franchise. We have Haru, who I cannot say that Haru is straight because he loves Yujin too much, and it's it's very sweet. We have Mimi. It's innocent. I Mimi, tell you, Mimi and Tri is like is not straight. Like uh, hopefully, yeah. fair enough. The way like she touches up on women, it's great. <laughs> um, but no, she, she she's gayer than Lord Nightmon. You sure? Miyako in Zero Two is gayer than Lord Nightmon. Lord Nightmon's not having fantasies about being with Dinosmon. If Lord Nightmon was gay, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Would he not be hitting on Dinosmon? Uh, would he not be saying, "Oh, Dinosmon, you're so strong. I'm just beautiful." They like, could be brothers. Th- not said. Well, they said they could be. He doesn't. So far, we haven't seen him hitting on any male characters. I have heard that he does, we'll but get so there. far, like I feel like they would. Ma- if this was his character, they would make him doing it from the get-go. But as I've said, I haven't seen Frontier in Japanese before, so this is like a new viewing for me. But so far, I'm actually really liking him. I'm finding him a lot more interesting than an evil bad guy. You know, the devil. Like, I that's feel like, generic. I feel like the longer we talk about this, if it does go downhill, we're going to find this section really embarrassing. Yes, and then we'll talk about it again then. And I intend to talk about it as my opinion changes. Also, changed. you talked about it last episode at about this much detail and yeah, saying no, the same I'm, stuff. I know, but I'm just saying that it was more like, well, we've only seen like him for one episode, so we can't tell. But so far, I've established more thoughts on him. And I don't think he's a gay stereotype. I think he's a flamboyant man and his sexuality doesn't matter and he is wearing pink. Do you have any thoughts about this? That's about right. That's how I feel. Okay, and and you like Vega and Dudley? I I hate Vega, actually. Not as a character, I hate fighting him because he does weird stuff I can't read. Yeah. Uh, But I love Dudley, he's great. Mm. Rolling Thunder! (laughs) So that was basically my discussion. I hope you enjoyed my discussion. I'm good. My screenshot of the week this week was when Bokemon, Namon, and Patamon put their seatbelts on and looks so like in one big seatbelt. It's so cute, and Patamon's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go on a rocket. It's gonna be great. So cute." What was your screenshot? Mine was Patamon putting on his thinking face. It's very serious. Patamon is like our most popular character that we give to screenshot. We the don't week. have a Terriamon. Patamon is the Terriamon this time. Yeah. But Bokemon, Namon, and Patamon are. Like, making Frontier a lot more enjoyable than it is. Okay, no, Pokemon is the Terrymon, and Patamon is Coolamon. Oh, yeah, you're right. You Because we did do Coolamon a few times. So, there was some Digimon introduced. What do you think about Meteormon? Oh, I don't care. What do we think about Sagittarymon? Oh, it's, it's... I already knew him from your fanfiction. <laughs> yeah. And what about Superstarmon? Uh, I think he, I think he's great. Uh-huh. I think he's, I think he's real great. I think he's good. I <laughs> uh, hope he gets one of them sandwiches they really relaxed. Oh, yeah. 
For our Patreon suggested topic, this was asked by Chakmon a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to put it with the episode where we meet the other kids so we can talk about it. And it was originally a Rumble Arena, but I kind of like, I digivolved this to a topic because Chakmon is of that level. So basically Chakmon wanted us to talk about how the other spirits, what would happen if they went to humans. And the reason I'm putting in this episode is that there have been a few fan theories on the internet saying what if those dark spirits were meant to go to these four characters because there were four spirits to four characters and i just want to talk about this a bit that would have been a really good idea in fact there's one girl it would have worked yeah, out it would have worked perfectly like we give ranamon to the girl and then we because i keep on going to call her chisai as in our patron supporter chisai and then it goes like this okay there's like the tall one that's mercurimon there's the short one that's grumblemon and there's the other guy who's quiet he gives advice he's woodmon he's done okay that's the whole set i would they I, all match i would have said that tepe was mercurimon because he's kind of like the the leader one no he's just the most angry of them yeah, he's, no you're right he's, he's grotto he's yeah. grotto and then, yeah, Katsuhara can be Mercury Mom because, yeah, you're right, he's more thoughtful. Their characters sort of match up. Yep. Jeez, oh no, why didn't they <laughs> do this? It's really simple. And I've always kind of liked this, but never actually thought about it. I was like, oh, well, there's four, and there's four spirits. You know, it's, it's kind of a coincidence. No, their characters would have been so good. Like, imagine if... Otherwise, their characters would have been so good. What's one of them? Oh, yeah, she's the girl. Yeah, okay, we would have had the girl version two. And we don't really get much of a character for her. But imagine if the kids just said, oh, don't go home. We have these extra spirits for you. And then they did their phones become detectors or something. I don't know. Just imagine that. And then that's how they beat Lucimon because and the Royal Knights because they have more strength now. And then maybe the riders become good and we get more, like we get some comprehensive plot. You know that couldn't work because you, you have more strength by them all combining into the one Digimon. Yeah, well, the two Digimon. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, I would have liked that. I would have really liked that. And I never, I, I always sort of thought of it as, like, a fan theory or, like, a small rumour. Or that it was meant to happen or whatever. But I never actually thought about it as an actual, actual thing. And now I think about it, I'm like, why didn't this happen? They could have done this so easily. Like, this could have been, like, this nice moment. And then Tomoki has this sort of maybe some issues with them because they're still kind of terrible people. Like you don't just become good people that quickly. And like, he still has like these moments that could probably have saved this arc because a lot of people say this is the worst arc. Oh, it's pretty bad. Don't like it. Well, so far and it's barely started. Oh boy. But imagine if that happened, would you have liked that? Uh, I guess it's hard. It's hard to say how I would have felt about things that didn't happen. I know, but just, so you can't even like picture it. I don't know. It's still Digimon. I don't oh, like it. On the other side, what if these spirits had gone to children, but the kids had just killed them and scanned their data? What if the kids had just died? Yes, the kids that were, like, also inside this, the spirits. Because we don't really find out if they were humans or if they were Digimon. We just find out that they were there. What if they were just other kids that were sent home or sent to the digital world to be sent home? I think it'd be too weird. If they're they're just, pretty dark. Yeah, no, but it's, it's dark for, like, darkness's sake. It doesn't contribute anything to the story. I don't think the kids would say, oh, we shouldn't have done that. I think they'd go, oh, that sucked. And then that would... Re- there's no there's no depth to that. I, I would have I would have liked it. Well, but I'd be interested to hear about how other people think that because it's always something that I've sort of read on the internet that people wanted that to happen, but 
until today I hadn't thought about it and now I really am sad it didn't happen because it could have like imagine they say oh now we need the extra power it's 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 great there's no extra power to be gained by having more kids around because they're all just gonna stand on the sidelines while the two real main characters go at it yeah and then when Takuya gets stuffed full of 20 spirits for the end then even Koji's gonna be on the sidelines you think that's gonna happen probably you how much hope do you have for this season dude none I haven't had any for like 20 episodes so for Postmon Pat, first of all, our weekly poll was, what do you prefer, Lord Nightmon or Crusadermon or Dinosmon? And we only had 13 votes for this poll, and it turns out that nine people are wrong, <laughs> and that nine people thought that Dinosmon was better, which is clearly wrong. I love Lord Nightmon. I, I think I actually prefer him in the original version when he's a boy, because it's nice to have this flamboyant pink dude who is very strong and he's not like oh pink is weak he's very strong and while it is nice to have a woman who is strong i don't know i feel like oh it was a man and we can't have a man wearing pink we have to have a woman i find that is more of a problem than not having a strong female character as much as a good like it is good to have a strong female character it's just sort of what's wrong with a dude liking pink like isn't that kind of Strange, like, is is there something wrong? Are we saying that pink is a girly colour that men can't have? What are we saying about girly? Does girly mean weak? Well, it's still pink, and pink is, like, he is very strong. But, so, yeah, I, I voted for Lord Nightmon. NJ, what do you what did you prefer? I'm just saying it's a good thing that the Lost in Translation one weekly polls are not, it's not a democracy here. Yeah, Lord Nightmon's obviously better. Yeah, so I guess, including Jay's vote, that means five to nine. It's not a democracy, which, which we still is, win. Which is wrong. <laughs> So we had some comments. We have Anime Guy who says that he really enjoys the designs of the less thro- shown Royal Knights. But out of the two shown, Dinosmon's a great design since it does look like an actual creature wearing armor. Rather than Crusadermon who just looks like an alive suit of armor. Like, well, both both are fine options as a po- like if something's royal. But all the Royal Knights in general look very different from each other. SP says that both designs are really good. Lord Knightmon is a bit more futuristic and I love the helmet. While Dinosmon is a dragon knight of sorts. Maybe that's why they're matched against Magna Garumon and Kaiser Graymon, respectively. I didn't think of that. So that was an interesting little tidbit. Uh, and we got some messages. The first one's on With the Will from McGann, who says that they're growing softer to Frontier compared to their initial feelings. They weren't expecting much, but also it's childish, simplistic, and nonsensical. Uh, and it evokes a Namiya dream, like so a dreamlike tone. That- you mean Narnia? Oh, sorry, I can't read that apparently. A Narnia sort of dreamlike tone that runs on emotional logic rather than writing. Well, it's got to run on something because boy, does it not run on writing. Uh, And Frontier does have positives. Uh, The kids have backstories. Okay, it's like saying a car has wheels. We should expect that. It's not a a positive. It's just the Zero Two didn't have that. Uh, The digital world, which we've been over this before. I don't agree. I think that it's a crutch. Um, there's a fun side to the characters. Uh, okay. Characters should be entertaining. I agree. I don't think that this show has done a good job of that, though. Um, and it suffers from bad story structure and pacing, which are both endemic things to an entire show. Um, I think they're, you're sort of apples and oranges there of minor positives to major problems. But, I don't know, that's, that's my personal opinion. And hope, hopefully the opinion of more people who listen to the show. Uh, we got one from Jay Ukyo, who says that the latest podcast episode was really terrible. What happened? 
What do you mean? Of, of us? Yeah. Our, our last podcast episode was terrible. Why would we put this on here? He, he explains. I didn't have any insights beyond... Okay, I, do we read hate mail on the show now? Well, Jayukyo does write in every week, and I think it would be fair to read all types of mail just... I mean, it's not necessarily hate mail. If, if something's bad, like, you say things that are bad, then you can still enjoy. That's true. Uh, they would appreciate me complaining less. I don't think this is an episode you're going to enjoy, unfortunately. Um, covering V-Tamer during Frontier coverage is sad, although it's making V-Tamer look better. Oh, better than it is. I don't agree. Um, and it's not being an effective critical analysis. Okay, maybe I'm letting my boredom with this show get in the way of being directly critically and uh, analytical about it. That's totally possible, but that should be reflective on the quality of the show because I'm really not enjoying it. And V-Tamer is good and a lot of people like V-Tamer, so it's not like we're wrong saying V-Tamer is good and I think V-Tamer is good and I'm also, I'm not hating Frontier. I'm, I'm saying it's, it's not as good as it could be. It's not as good as Tamer's, but Frontier's not terrible. I'm still enjoying it. And I'm also enjoying V-Tamer, but I also do like Digimon anything, so who cares what I have to say? They'll say it's really interesting that Jogress gets used by a bad guy in um, instead of the hero in V-Tamer. And I agree. It's really cool to see the bad guy having something... Having the upper hand, not in just being a higher-level Digimon, but like being a human kid who has... like. Digivice advantages and evolution advantages that the other kid not only doesn't have, but probably will never have. Yeah. We got one from Shadow Shinji, who says that it, they feel like one of the only people who enjoys and appreciate Frontier the way for the way it is. That's actually not true. We get plenty of people who enjoy it, and that's that's not a problem. I'm not out here say, telling people to not enjoy Frontier if you really enjoy it, but. I'm also here to say that I don't enjoy it. Mm. And I th- and I hope that I'm clear about my reasons why. If I'm not doing a good job of that, I guess I, sh- I should be welcoming over those letters. Constructive criticism is what it is. Yeah. Um, I said that most of the flaws pointed out are also in Adventure 02 and Tamers. Um, I think that might be a question of ratios. I, it's, I, it, with media, it a lot of the time comes down to, to personal opinion. I'm not going to pretend that's not the case. I actually replied to this... Um, uh, basically after we got it so I guess Sunday last week so five days ago now I think and I can't remember what I said but I basically made connections between things that Adventure does and Adventure Zero Two does as opposed to what Frontier does and basically my main point was the fact that the those seasons have the two you know big, big main characters you know your your Ty and your Matt your, your Davis and your Ken your Takuya and your Koji, and we have them evolving higher. But even in the episodes where we had Metal Garurumon and Wargreymon, the other kids were still useful. We had Takeru getting his Digimon to perfect and was able to kill one of the Dark Masters single-handedly. And that was while we had the other ones, so it didn't render the other kids useless. We still had bits where they were meaningful. Joe and Mimi didn't necessarily want to fight. They brought an army. They used, like, besides, like, you know, punchy punch, they actually used their wit. And, you know, what are we going to do? Well, let's build an army to fight. Like, they actually were useful. And even in Zero Two, they, when they were fighting the Demon Core, Sylphimon was still able to kill Lady Devimon, and we still had the, the best episode of Zero Two in that, in that, epi- in the, in that arc. 
So we still, like, even though the kids, the other kids were behind in power compared to the main character, I didn't feel like it was an, it was as jarring as it in, in Frontier when they're basically useless. Even so that they had to say, oh, let's give all our power to the other characters and let's sit and watch. That did not happen in Adventure in Zero Two. I totally forgot about Yoli hitting her with that skateboard. That was awesome. That was great. And as I said, that was the best episode of Zero Two probably, or at least one of. I think it was. Yeah, and of course we mention this probably all the time. We have that bit where Taichi and Hikari are basically saying we have to tell them that they have to kill Digimon. They've never had to before, but now is the time. This is the this is the only this is what we have to do. There is no way around it. We have to actually kill Digimon. So yeah, Zero Two. While we say it was a terrible season, and I mean I don't say it was totally terrible. I still enjoyed it, but it did have problems. It was really terrible. <laughs> that at least it didn't have any issues where the side the, the non two main characters became side characters in their own show i never felt that i never felt that they weren't able to fight they were always there and sure impeljamon was the strongest one right <laughs> the strongest one of all and mainly got final hits on bad guys and was the big sort of like showstopper that didn't make the other kids completely useless Right? They were still in the final battle. Yeah. They were still fighting things. They weren't sitting off the side. So I feel like Frontier has things that it could have done better just by doing... They should have just kept the same sort of formula. It's fine to evolve, like, one level above, but to make the other kids useless, it's just weird. But that's basically the gist of what I said. But you are forgetting. All the kids in those shows were cowards because they hid behind their Digimon. Yeah, yeah that too. Um, Wild Wing CC4... It sort of agrees with you in the general scope of how you think of things. Hey, Chirubimon's plan was really dumb, but only if you stop to think about yeah, it. And that's the thing, and I say this every week, that that's the thing with Frontier. Frontier is fine and enjoyable until you actually think about, hey, did this make sense? Not really. And some episodes I feel are enjoyable enough that you can sort of look past that, but for the majority of time it's just like... I can't look past this. I still think the first episode that we watched this week was great and enjoyable. I still Go think, away. I think it's worse in the context of a plan, where a plan, by definition, is something you had to stop and think about. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, so they said that Truman could have left the castle to overwhelm the kids and kill them, even from the start, but this would have just ended Frontier quickly. And that's... That sentence, if the bad guy did this obvious thing, the show or book or whatever would have ended quickly, that tells you your bad guy is either too strong or the story is badly written. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you kind of need a big build-up to this all-powerful villain who has all this overwhelming power, even without the aid of the season's MacGuffins. That's just how Shonen works. That's true, but the way most Shonen shows go about it is that the the shonen main character kid isn't you know brought to the bad guy's attention you know it, you take Conan the Barbarian in which is you know basically a shonen um, the bad guy kills Conan's parents and then Conan's sold off into slavery or whatever and he becomes strong in the process he's planning his own revenge but the bad guy doesn't remember him uh, in the Street Fighter movies which were all terrible but I just I want to give it as an example because that's where the line for me it was Tuesday. Um, M. Bison, you know, killed, like, Chun-Li's whole hometown, but he doesn't remember who she is, because the bad guys are so big and powerful and important, they don't know who the kids are. The bad guy knew who these kids were the whole time. He had every reason to think, 
you know what? I think these are the problem. They have the spirits. I should go out and do something about it. He had people reporting back to him on a reasonable basis all the time. Mm. There were no factors that protected these kids except laziness. Mm. That's the problem. Um, most shonen get away with that. Most of them do. Yeah. And with because they have factors that are important. Like, Frieza doesn't know who Goku is if, until later. And even then, Frieza doesn't understand that the that anyone's power can even get close to him. Anyway, point is I, I think that there are discrepancies there. Um finally, Weldling Sixty Four says that uh Koichi, who had an awesome display of power against Rubimon, is now a cheerleader. Uh, other seasons have been very protagonist heavy in terms of how powerful they become, but never to this extent. And no that's what I was saying before, that it's just it's just overwhelmingly jarring how, oh, we have these characters who just sit around and watch. All right, that's fine. They can be equals. Sure. Um, Chuckmon says that they appreciate Frontier the way it is. There's a lot of... Fr- actually, love for Frontier out of the letters this week. I I must have been really mean last week because everyone has to be like, but no, no, I actually like it. Yeah. Um, so they, it's, it is guilty of making things happen without providing reasons. Uh, the thread of the story is woven by convenience. And boy, is that a... And that's painful bad. thing like, to hear it, about the story. It is that's a bad thing. Like it's just, I feel like that's one of the worst things. Like, oh, it's very convenient. Like, oh, this works because this this happened in the plot. Yeah, like I'm trying to think. Yeah, this chocolate cookie, it's really held together by those California Reaper peppers. Mm. You're like, that's that doesn't sound right. Mm. It probably shouldn't be. Um, what's enjoyable about Frontier is the filler episodes, which there aren't very many of. Yeah. Um, and but they're, yeah, they're also the good episodes and the journeys to places, which I guess is all of that. Yeah. Uh, as well as the animation style and settings, I guess I haven't noticed the animation style so much. Maybe that's me. Um, Koji's rationale for being the sacrifice was well thought out. Oh yeah, I I actually did like that as well in the last episode. And also, it appears that Koji is more observant than others of these kids, which is, makes sense because he's quiet. Yeah, and I like that. I, I like both Koji and Koichi how they're quiet and observant but they're in different ways it's nice they say it makes no sense how the spirits were split between the three angels and it doesn't oh yeah it's very much because the plot says so further they say that they agree with me the fight scenes in in digimon generally suck uh, especially in frontier where power imbalance is not well defined or implied especially since apparently lucid wants a child i didn't know that well he is uh regarding atmon um the episode was uh, pretty good. It's nice to see Ray again. Is that the one that's coming up? No, the one we just saw. Was Ray in that? Yeah. I thought we complained. Where is he? No, no. And then Hakmon wanted the gach- the Gachi Monica. Oh yeah, that was really cute. Yeah, it was oh, great. Man, that one's so much better. Than anyway, uh, and they hope Leviathan isn't using him. No, I mean he's got he's got Eugen, dude. Uh, and what if Aries secretly on Leviathan's side? Who isn't secretly on Leviathan's side? Um, Haru probably. Because he's like, oh, that's a problem. Unless he Haru's is the only one. That would be the biggest twist. Imagine oh, if die. Haru is like, oh, I was actually with Leviathan the whole time. It's like the twist at the end of Panty and Stocking. No, it was just, it was just I don't, I didn't even know there was a twist at the end. Oh, boy. Oh, it's uh, great. Panty and Stocking's great. You should watch Panty and Stocking. I probably should. How many episodes is it? It's like 13. Oh, it might I could... be, at most it's 26. I should probably 13, do that. It's like either a 20, 13 episode season or a 26 episode season. It's very watchable. If Gatchmon is like, I got you. Oh my god, that that would that would be Patty and Stocking. That's uh, that's emotional. Azrael McCool says that they love the manga podcasts uh, and V Tamer. It's their favorite Digimon thing ever, and that's fair enough. Uh, and regarding Lord Nightmon's name, it's a valid way of addressing a nobleman, and it's also a pun on Rodenite. 
which is a which, pink stone. Oh, fair enough. I would never have called that. So I didn't get that either, and that is actually quite clever, and I like that. Yeah, what if it's just Road to Nightmon, and like the the subtitlers were like that Lord Knight, and they they misheard it. Maybe. Uh, SP writes now that you're scrolling down and skipping it. Yes, yeah, all right. Uh, they see my point about the fighting scenes. Further, the Royal Knights is a great arc. Personally, that's one vote. It's one vote for it. Uh, we get nice character moments outside of the battlefield, and it's always thought they always thought that Lord Nightmon as Road Nightmon the same the same way. Um, back in episode two, there were hints of Takuya and Izumi, but they didn't find anything romantic in Takuya's fantasy. I mean, it's romantic in the sense it's it's a date. They call it that. I I, I, I struggle to think that it would be anything else. Mm. Um, and also, uh, does the next episode prove the burger episode wasn't filler? No, because both episodes are filler. You could take out both episodes. Also, what does, what does the other burger one episode... Oh, the only proof, I guess you would say, is that, oh, they've seen Bergamon before as a result. But yeah, if but they just asked, who are you, it would have been the same. But the point is with filler, and I could be wrong here, is that... If you take this episode out, nothing changes. So you don't get anything new. There's not any new information that's so important. You could easily remove this episode and the Bergamon episode and nothing would sadly change despite those two episodes being probably my favourites in all the frontier. The only thing that would have changed is where the kids ended up after getting punched. But because it was never explained how they got to the moon, you would just say, oh, they got knocked three kilometres away into a train station. I don't know. Yeah, or to, until the streets to Steel Arena. And that could have easily just happened because, like, I mean, they, they went to the moon. Why not? Uh, they're confident that I will like it and rate it highly. Oh, Woo! I'm sorry. And they can't finish the series without giving a single eight or nine. Hey, look, we'll get to the last episode and I'll say, you know what? It'll get an honorary nine for being over. Oh, <laughs> you gave the uh, the ending 10 out of 10 because it was ending. Yeah. Uh, Ryuchi says that the the last email was asking about the Atmon manga, which I don't, I don't know anything so, about. Yeah, you, you can. It, it, it's on CD Japan, the whole, the, the first volume. I'm so, curious if it's more readable than the show. First of all, yes, it is. It's it's a thing you read. The show is something you watch. Oh, that's... No, <laughs> that was a dumb answer. He's not asking that. It's it, it Things happen at different paces and there are different characters. Um, I don't know. I feel like because it's shorter, it's probably more easy to get into than the show. I, I would recommend it. It's very cute. It's I mean, Atmon is cute. But so, yeah, I, I would recommend it. So, yeah, I, I will link the CD Japan affiliate link in the link dump. So if you wanted to pick it up, you can do it there, and I think we get, like, three cents or something. Nice. Uh, they say that V-Tamer is fantastic, and they're excited to listen to our further coverage of it. And uh, if it had an anime, it would be good. Oh, and uh, just sorry, one more thing while, we, while we're just talking about Ryuchi. Ryuchi actually took a photo of him wearing one of our uh, Lost in Translation Mon shirts, which yeah. you can get in our red bubble. Um, and then he also shared his pretty cool Crest of Courage tattoo on his shoulder, and that was great. Oh. Yeah, sorry, continue. What kind of huge nerd, wink, wink, would yeah. get a big old Digimon tattoo? This one. And oh, Ryuchi God. too. Ryuchi and I can be can be buddies with Digimon tattoos. And crest buddies. Crest buddies. Um, Not the same crest, but buddies I should, who have crests. I want to say it again. I really appreciate in V-Tamer that the Digimon have, like, real names. Yeah. Not, it's not, this is Agumon, and this is also Agumon. It's like, no, this is Gabumon. His name is Gabo. And this is Gabumon, and his name is Gary. It doesn't matter. But, like, the point is they have names. I wish we knew all the names of the Ogumon with boxing gloves. All of them? All of them. Yeah, continue, sorry. Um, 
first of all, they go, as a kid, they thought that Takuya uh, would react to Zoe suggesting a date to say, like, ew, girls are gross. So, so did I, actually, because that's sort of, like, the character he's meant to be going for. He's, like, you know, the, the typical 10-year-old. He's like, ew, cooties. Well, what's interesting is that his, he didn't have any sort of reaction. And it just we only found out later when he had the fantasy that he was even on board. Yeah. Like, uh, no one reacts to it. No, Junpei does. Oh, yeah, Junpei he's does. He's like, what? No, th- no, them? Mm. <laughs> They also said that they thought that Zoe was trying too hard to be the girl character. Um, I know the reason for that. It's because the writers say this is the girl character, she's the girl, and that is that's why she feels like she's trying too hard. Because she's not actually trying too that hard. Question, the writers are trying too that hard. The question's worded in a weird way. Yeah, like Zoe, the written character who is fictional, tried way too hard to be a particular kind of yeah. fictional character. No, she's I think the writers just basically did not want did not know how a girl acted. It's like, well, this is the girl. She wears purple. We've <laughs> never met one before. Um, they said that they, they heard the question on the With the Will podcast and they're curious on our answers. Frontier is a show with just the kids. And that's a problem. How do you think a show with just the Digimon would go over? Um, granted, X Evolution wasn't great, and the partner dynamic would still be missing, uh, so they still th- they don't think it would be good, but it would be slightly better in concept. I think it depends on the writing. Like, they couldn't they couldn't necessarily make the partner, the, the lack of a Digimon partner in Frontier work, because we still had Pokemon and Namon, but the fact that it didn't work doesn't necessarily have to do with that that sort of like missing of a dynamic it's to do with the writing like if the writing was better and they had more explanations and they fixed out the power imbalance and then the characters being useless my big arguments with this show it might have been a fine show it's not like it never bothered me that they didn't have digimon partners but i I, I might be weird there i do think it would be a problem now i don't think i don't think that necessarily having no digital partners makes the show you know unworkable mm. i think that you could do good stuff with it i think it's had bad writing up to this point so it, it had sort of was dead without we give you know without a shot i do think there are weaknesses that poses in the show because the partner relationship is really interesting yeah however i think that the old digimon cast is the weakest version of the three options because i think that as people watching the show what you want is a human connection yeah and that's really important that's why in steven universe your primary character looks like a human in fact all of them look like humans even though they're not if you know if we were just watching a show about aliens then it's it's harder to to latch on to and i would say the the best thing you could do with an old digimon cast would be to basically red wall it Mm. and make it you know make it clear who was who and what they were all doing but they're never going to do anything well, like that well in in a, in a digimon only series they may might have like a one human character who is like our the persona that the viewer associates themselves with like the the window from which they're looking but if that's the main character it's no longer a digimon only series yeah but in the same way that that's digimon, v-tamer. I know, but digimon frontier has you know those digimon so it's the same sort of way they have a tagalon human that just is there, or maybe an alien from somewhere else who is the the viewer. But I think it needs to have, as you said, an angle from which the viewer says it me. Also, the digital world is too weird a place with lot with rules and a lack of logic that are just not comprehensible. 
and that requires your fish out of water characters. That's why the humans are involved. Mm. That's how it, it... Somebody has to get explained to how things work so that the viewers understand how things work. Yeah. And I think that was one of the biggest problems with X Evolution and why when I was... When I had no background in Digimon at all, none, and May tried to show me that, totally ill-advised move. The thing is, why, it's, it, it'll be nice to see what you think about X Evolution now you've actually seen Digimon. Maybe it's better it's when you know about... crap. Yeah, I know, but it'll be interesting to know... <laughs> Mummy Mon's a good how guy. How you feel. What? <laughs> a good guy for some reason. I thought he was... I can't even remember. Um, and, uh, like, they're all talking about this, this uh, X antibody, and it is never explained in the movie. It is never explained because I remember waiting for it. Mm. That movie sucks. Um, So yeah, it has a problem. And if there was human characters around, one of them would have said, what's an ex-antibody? And they would all have gone, oh, this is what happened. Yeah, no, you're right. That is what is missing then. Uh, And they all say they just ordered our shirt. And that's really awesome. And they're currently refreshing the tracking, waiting for it. We know know you got it though. And that was really sick. Thank you very much. That's great. And I also was refreshing the tracking on mine. And I also have the same tank top one. It's very cool. I can't wait for it to be summer so I can wear it even though I hate summer. Maybe we have a second letter from Chuckmon. Yeah. <laughs> the spam and us with email. No, it's cool. Yeah, this is on this is an email instead of yeah. a with the world comment. Um they say that they're a different type of Digimon fan in as sort of as a, a Gen Xer and probably ten to fifteen years older than most Digimon fans. Um there's no childhood love of Digimon there. Um, there wasn't anything like it. They grew up with 80s or 90s stuff, episodic cartoons that were uh, violent, funny, or both. But Digimon was a continuing story. And I guess if it's rare, then it's you know, then it's mm. rare and it's, it makes it interesting. And they went to see the Digimon movie in college. And it was the, they were the only one in the screening. <laughs> that would have been great. I would have loved that. That's what happened to me when I went to see Bruce Almighty. I don't know if you remember that, that movie. Yeah. Where Jim Carrey yeah. becomes God. Yeah. Uh, I went there with my grandma and my sister and we were the only ones in the theatre. I never I re- saw it. It, didn't look, look, it did not look it's good. It's actually pretty good. Oh. I think that movie's entertaining. Now, it's probably technically bad, but I I know I have nostalgia goggles for also, that. And also, I love Jim Carrey. Doesn't, doesn't that, didn't that movie come out like a million years ago, like when we were very quite young? You could have just had been a kid and thought that it was good. Yeah. Um, we got one from Jason, who says that Frontier is their second favourite season and the Royal Knights and Lucimon arc is the worst part. Oh, we got one vote for and one vote against in the set of letters. It's a wash. Um, and regarding Atmon, they skipped from episode 12 to 26, but episode 26 was a good recap in that it helps with getting up to speed on everything. Now, I think that might be what it's for. It's not good if you're new and you don't know what Atmon is, yeah. but if you haven't seen all of it, I mean, you've got a background, you go, oh, okay, I've caught up yeah. now. And so it's good having that perspective because when we showed it to Sasha, Sasha basically only had what we'd mentioned about the show and when we came to watch it he said this you explained more to me than this episode did when it was meant to and we didn't explain that much we explained the premise we explained for less time than the show took yes uh, and they're not sure why it would be confusing for someone coming into the show, but maybe that's because of the first 12 episodes. And yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, the first, like, 12 episodes do set a good scene for how the char- what the characters are and what Atmon are and how they evolve and what the history is. It's kind of like if they do a recap lecture in the first, you know, sorry, in, in the first week of the second year of university. If you didn't go to the first year, you're not going to understand what they're talking mm. about. But if you went to the first year, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I get that. I understand now. Even if I missed bits and pieces, yeah. it sort of puts it all together. Or even if you went to, like, the first half of the first year. That's what I always did. Yeah. 
Um, on Tumblr, we got one from IRL Yuya who says that Jay wanting to uh, relive romancing May was very cute. Oh, it was a passing joke, guys. Don't read too much into yeah, that. It was a joke. He doesn't want to spend any more time with me. I'm making much Digimon now. No, I mean, like, it's we're good where we are. No, you wanted to go back to then because I didn't force you to watch Digimon when you were first romancing. I me. mean, there was that too. That yeah. helped. Although you did, you did get me to watch Digimon pretty early on. I just acquiesced. That was like a year into our relationship. That's still. early on. Uh, and judging him, judging me for saying that Vandemon was hot. Well, he is. <laughs> no, he's no, whatever. Like, I mean, like he's meant to be hot. That's his character. Yeah, you love crotch vampires. No. And one anonymous says that they're sorry for spoiling us on stuff. Which That's is, fine. it's great. No, it's cool, man. It's fine. Uh, and they want to talk about um, Koji's growth. In episode two, he was asking um, Takuya's name so he can pay him back. And now he completely relies on him as much as uh, he's, as much as being carried by him. And maybe now that he has a brother, he wants to socialize more. Also, Koichi hasn't been sidelined. Uh, he, he just likes being quiet and has a distant personality. But he's had his spirit taken away so that the two main characters can be uh, super special and no, big st- and more powerful. I still feel like he's sidelined, but I do like his quiet, like, reserved character. I just feel like in battles, he's not doing a lot. Mm, I don't know. Um, another Anomon says, uh, there are two more Brazilian Digimon slash Pokemon ripoff manga called Gamemon and Brazimon. <laughs> the little Brazimon logo in the bottom. Uh, and similar, it's similar to Dogmons, but with more content... Oh, God, don't say stuff like that. Now we're going to have to watch them. So I, I haven't actually had time to look this up, but uh, th- thank you for letting us know. We, we, you actually, This anonymous one actually asked us, have you heard of this before? And no, we have not. And now we've been blessed by this knowledge, and maybe one day I'll show Jay, and I've, because I've never seen it either, I've never heard of it. Uh, so maybe one day we'll, uh, we'll, we'll witness it together. Do you think, and this is a bit of a stretch, but it's Brazilian, right? And Bra- Brazimon is probably just like Brazil Mon. Yes. Do you think in Brazil they just call them Mon? <laughs> That's an old maybe, joke. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's an old joke. I'm so sorry. Um, it's Brazil nuts. In Brazil they just call them nuts. Okay. Um, now, now I get your joke. Another, a last anonymous says that Bokemon and Namon are just Digimon versions uh, of the compare the market meerkats. Also, oh my god, what a reference! Is that an Australian anonymous? Because I was, I thought that compare the market ad was an Australian ad. It's also fantastic. For those who don't know, it is this ad with these meerkats, and they're saying that there's this dressing website. like smoking jackets, and yeah. they're all CGI. Yeah, and there's they're, they're, they're talking about this website called Compare the Market, but they've been getting all this like, traffic to their website, which is Compare the Meerkat. So people have been writing in Compare the Market, not Compare the Meerkat. It's because they have a weird accent. It's like, I use, it's our website, it's it's Compare the Meerkat. It's Compare the Market. How can you make it this confused? The funny thing is, the ad actually set up a website for Compare the Meerkat, and you can actually compare meerkats, That's and they've so got cute. different characters, and it is so cute. So I'm not sure if this is, like, an Australian anonymous, and so welcome to fellow Australian. Yeah. But, uh... Thank you, thank you. I, I, I forget about this ad every so often, and then I remember, like, yeah, that's a good ad. It's compare the meerkat. It's so cute. Um, on and finally on Reddit, we got one from Bionicle Man F. He knows what he likes. Um, Jay, an example of how terrible the Royal Knights part of Frontier is. First watch through during the fifth and third last episode, it seemed like Frontier was only just beginning. That is not a good way to feel at the end of a series. What, as in, like, hold on, as in, oh, the story just really started? Yes. 
What? I'm guessing that's what he means, and I don't feel like I got that impression when I first watched it, but it'll be interesting to watch it again to see if we feel like that. One of the diners one takes his helmet off. Ha! It's me, Vemdemon! <laughs> Alright, everybody, join us for the next episode of Yoamushi Pedal New Generation Jerks and the Beanstalk. Or don't let them scan the beanstalk of friendship. That should be one sentence without an exclamation point in there. Don't let them scan the beanstalk. <laughs> and glean eggs and scram. Boo! Or protect the digi-egg, the miracle of disappearing life. Boo! So, happy birthday to Chisai, which is on June 3rd. That is tomorrow from when we're recording now. But when we release this, it will be today. But in America, it'll still be tomorrow because of time zones. Unless you listen to this after June 3rd or before June 3rd, if you listen to it in 2018. or That's enough of that. Yeah. yeah, happy birthday! Woo! Yeah, birthday! Also, it's another person's birthday on Tuesday, June 6th. Who? Mine. Oh, birthday. So it's also my birthday. So happy, right. happy birthday, me. Birthday. Happy birthday, me. For, Wh- for Whitley Wonders this week, um, I built a computer for my birthday. It was sick. It was very sick and very, very money. But it is. Fun. I've never had a PC and I wanted to go all out. And boy, howdy, did I. <laughs> boy, so howdy. I've got a really good graphics card. So, of course, I've been playing Stardew Valley, which is the greatest game I've ever played. I love it so much. Um, a lot of people have said that it is like Animal Crossing and uh, Minecraft. It's not. It's, it's like Harvest Moon. And people say, but you talk to villagers and you cut things down. Like, congratulations, you just described Harvest Moon. Because that is what Harvest Moon is. Yeah, Farming Simulator. It, it is Farming Simulator, but you get to like date people. And you can date people like who are women if you're the playable character as woman. Or you can date people's male if you're male. And the thing is, the gender option doesn't really change much because you can still wear whatever clothes and have whatever head cut you like. So it's the basically the, the male and female option is like, what pronouns do you want them to use? And you can only have male and female, but that's it's standard for a video game. And it is a really good video game so far. It is Harvest Moon, but sort of like modernized, but it's still sort of like Harvest Moon like graphics. And it's really sweet, and if you liked, I guess, if you like Animal Crossing and Minecraft, I guess you'd probably like this, but I don't, like, when I play this game, I don't think, hey, it's Minecraft, or hey, it's Animal Crossing, because it's not, it's Harvest Moon, this is Harvest Moon, and if you've ever played Harvest Moon, play Stardew Valley, count how many times I've said Harvest Moon this sentence, because it is Harvest Moon, with a different name, and a different maker, I think. So yeah, it is a... It starts off and you're working at a boring job in the city and previously your grandfather has died and he's given you a note that says open this whenever technology has got you down and you just want to go back to a simple life. And what it is, it's a deed to his farm in Stardew Valley. And yeah, it's a good game. Have you played it? No. It's good. Okay. It's good. What's your weekly wonder? I'm going to go back to one I, I don't think I've ever mentioned on the show, but like, and I haven't played it forever, but... Um, it's really good, and the discussion of Stardew Valley reminded me of it. Have you ever told you about Reseteer? What's that? Reseteer is a game where you play the shopkeeper of the adventurer's item shop. That sounds interesting. Like, in any RPG or whatever, where you go to a town and you find the item shop, or like, yeah, in like Legend of Zelda, there's all these item shops everywhere, and you go in and you buy buy stuff there. You play the person behind the counter, Mm -hmm. and you have to like, um... Uh, haggle with adventurers and you hire other people to go find stock for you in the wild and 
basically you owe some kind of like fairy bank like a million gold because so your father owed the fairy bank like a million gold and then died and you inherited the shop and all his debt Huh. So you have to pay it off. No, I'd, I'd be I'd be interested to, to play that. That reminds me of kind of like the game where you were the dude who cleans up after the heroes. Uh, after the heroes? I don't know. But there's one that's like, uh, there's like a space station. You clean up after all this horrific stuff. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, th- that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called either. So I guess it, it, guess it doesn't go in the show notes. Also, if you were just show listening, notes. show notes. If you were just listening and the audio kind of went weird, I'm still kind of like new to this mixer, and it kind of rested either my laptop or my cord on the mixer, and it made kind of this weird feedback sound. So I'm glad I have my headphones in. So that's during us talking and probably too much to edit out. So because it was actually in the thing. So if that showed up. I'm sorry. Um, we're still new to this mixer and would really appreciate feedback. I did ask this before the recording for the Patreon supporters who get the raw, but also I would really like feedback from people who are just listening to the edited version. Is this high quality? It better be high quality. This mixer was not cheap. And of course, thank you to our Patreon supporters and backers who allowed this purchase of the mixer to be possible. Because I think it sounds pretty good. Hopefully, I'm I have it in my ears right now. So... I'm listening to Jay and I talk. How you'll be listening to Jay and I talk. And it sounds alright, hopefully. I hate my voice. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing um, that I had to get used to when I started editing. So, you can find the link dumped in the description. And this week's weekly poll, and this is suggested by Anime Guy in our Slack, because he came up with a better idea than I could come up with last minute. So, Anime Guy suggested Edamon from Adventure or Super Starmon from Frontier. And you can vote for that when I set that up which will probably be when I'm editing this episode. You can find our screenshots of the week and our weekly wonders, which are linked in the description, and our link dump. Our Redbubble is also linked in the description, and you can get more than just shirts there too. And if you get a thing, take a photo, tweet it at us, message us, mention us, show us it somehow, link it to us, and it'd be great, because we really want to see that, because it's so great seeing this design that she say we commissioned Shisai to design for us, and it's on people or on their mugs, like... Uh, Tamer Mac, who is another one of our backers, has it on a mug and they were drinking. It was so cool. It's so cool. It's great. So you can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslationmon at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on at Translationmon on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translationmon on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. We have a discussion thread on With the Will and a Reddit thread in the Digimon subreddit. We'd really appreciate it if you would review us on iTunes and or Stitcher. And we also have a website where you can find our release schedule as well as our Apple ranking for our episodes. And you can find our weekly poll. You can also donate to our Patreon, which is linked in the description, for as little as a dollar a month. And a dollar a month gets you access to our listener Slack chat group, but higher levels get you things like exclusive notes, information, early and unedited episode recordings, the ability to suggest discussion topics, Skype calls with May and Jay and more, and currently in our Slack chat, we are actually talking about ships, and we have a new channel, which is in our Slack, which is called... The Port. No, it's called... That's a good one. It's called Boats and Rockets. Oh, I thought you could... Like like the... I don't know... The Naval Yard, Dry Dock. No, no, uh, the port would be a better name, but I came up with boats and ships. So, Jay, would you... <laughs> so would you, would lame. You, You're so lame. You, you, can do the, you can thank all that wonderful Patreon backers. And thank you to our current Patreon supporters. Sam Krieger, who hosts a podcast called The Moncast, talks about Pokemon and Digimon. Stevie, who is also Stevie Padamon on Tumblr and is currently taking commissions. Wu Qinglong, who you can find at twitch.tv forward slash Wu Qinglong. Metal Mamimon, Joe, Animate Guy... Wait, no, Joe Penguin Mage, 
anime guys after that uh who is anime guy kurosaki number one on youtube chakmon ishbobamba hero lado who is at hero lado on twitter jason morowski ryuchi who is frost magic on archive of our nope wait i'm losing this with my eyes Yes, Frost Magic on Archive of Our Own. Stephen Reese, who's at Wildwing64 on Twitter. Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Red and Garen from Breakfast to Digimon, which is another Digimon podcast you can find on SoundCloud. Chisai, who you can follow at Chisai236 on Tumblr. And happy birthday again, uh, Corey Kyle. <laughs> happy bird bath. Happy bird bath. <laughs> Corey Kyle, Delaney Bugman, who's an anime blog you can find at bagubaraku.wordpress.com. Uh, Small Wolfie, who is on Topastic as Small Wolfie and has a comic called Eden Melancholy. Tom, Glitch Goat, Azra McCool, Nicolas, and Matthew. It's also our friend Sasha's birthday as of 12am today. You mean his bird bath? His bird bath. And so I've just posted on his Facebook, birth, because it's it's after midnight now. It's 12.05. So I've sent him a message that says birth because I'm a good friend. You can also make a one donation on our PayPal, which can be found in the description. It's paypal.me slash Ergemon. Make sure to let us know for the podcast. We'll see you guys next time. And make sure to let us know how the audio quality of this sounds, because maybe we'll have to play around with it a bit more. This is... I kind of wanted to test on a shorter episode, but apparently we're just going balls to the wall and doing it in our full episode, which now is clocking in at three and a half hours. Woof. Good luck, May, editing this in the morning. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah.